0: Welcome back everybody. This is episode 8 of Whiskey Knife Fight. Uh, This one got off to a little bit of a rough start, but you guys aren't going to hear that on the audio only version. YouTube was down when we went live worldwide and they were down for a little bit over an hour, which really threw a wrench in our plans, but it, it actually turned out to be, I think, one of the best episodes we've recorded yet. Wouldn't you agree, Jeremy?
1: I did, it was just our luck, though, right? All the technical <laughs> issues we've had, and then right. we get back on a good roll. Your internet's fixed, and then YouTube goes down worldwide. That's just our damn luck with this kind of stuff.
0: That is true, but there was a silver lining. Do you know what that was, Jeremy?
1: Butt plugs and tank fans?
0: <laughs> Close. Uh, you stayed on topic <laughs> for like an hour and a half. Who the hell are you? How about that shit? Dude. How, uh, dude, that was
1: an effort. It was an effort. Uh, I'd like to thank my God. I'd like to thank my mother and father for allowing this uh, beautiful moment. Uh, I would like to thank the Academy. Um, yeah. Okay. I'm not going to go any further with that, but yeah, Yeah. that was, it was difficult for me, but I tried.
0: It was, it was tough and I had to basically guilt Jeremy into this, but we, we made it happen. We know it's possible. So thank you all for pressuring Jeremy to stick to one topic for more than two minutes. It was it was a pleasure, Jeremy. But anyway, we talk about knives in this episode, which we've not talked about a whole lot in the, the podcast's history. We, we we focus specifically on how much you should spend on a knife and uh, what really the point of diminishing returns is in knives and how things have changed over the years. So uh, I think it's a pretty informative podcast, but I, I will also be diving, I think, a deeper into this, a little more concise explanation myself on my channel in the future but i wanted to have a discussion with jeremy and uh, see where he fell because i am i'm definitely blinded by how close i am to the knife community now sure and, and it really just shifts your perspective when you get into something really deeply like this so uh, that's what this episode's about and uh, i think it's a good one so it was fun pour yourself a little glass pour yourself a little glass sit back to or three. And enjoy, or two, or three, because <laughs> it's a long one. Uh, and enjoy episode eight of Whiskey Knife Fight.
1: It's going to get weird. <laughs> Crank this bitch up. Crank this yeah. bitch off. We're going to start with pocket dumps and all our, our normal stuff.
0: Yeah, starting 40 minutes in. So we can segue yeah.
1: into the topic so I can derail it 10 minutes later.
0: Yeah. That's, that's yeah. <laughs> 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 um. uh, I'm going to start it off with some old Forster statesmen. And, guys, I have some breaking news here. Jeremy has to turn in his man card. Why that? that? What are you drinking tonight, Jeremy?
1: Oh, yeah. I was going to tell everybody I'm not, I'm not drinking whiskey tonight. I, I can't, man. I, uh, I he am, has my,
0: converted to truly. No,
1: I'm drinking a Cortado. A Cortada? Is it Cortada or Cortado? I think it's Cortado.
0: Cort, cortado. Um,
1: about, it's about a double shot, maybe two, two and a half ounces of espresso and about an ounce, ounce and a half of steamed milk. I have to tonight, guys. I'm on an antibiotic. I went to the doctor had a little bit of a nasal sinus infection thing cranked up. And with all the Corona shit going on, last thing I need to be doing is being all fucking sick and everybody thinking I got the Rona. <laughs> so he gave me an antibiotic. So I'm on an antibiotic and you're not really supposed to drink alcohol when you're on an antibiotic. Cause it, it makes the antibiotic less effective.
0: And that's what he's saying guys. But we both know, we all know, not both. We all know the truth.
1: Yeah, buddy, I ain't fucking risking it, bro.
0: Plus, he is I mean, a truly convert, and he can't—he can't show that on on live true. stream.
1: No, dude, that's that's a fucking coffee. You can see it in there. Hold on wait. Can you see it? I don't want to turn it too much. Cause hey, coffee. it could be, those, brown. could be one
0: of those Could uh, be one of those alcoholic coffee beverages, like a white Russian. I mean. But I mean, let's be honest. White Russians are pretty fucking delicious. White Russians are. Can I tell you? So <laughs> back when I first started getting into coffee, because before I'd say 2012, I hated coffee. Thought it was disgusting. Really? And, yeah, you, I Mr. Hated fucking
1: Bushy Ass, Roastate Coffee, hated coffee.
0: Hated coffee. And that's crazy. Well, I was forced to drink it as a kid. My dad made me try it, and it made me throw up because his was disgusting. It was Maxwell House. Dude, what is with
1: parents and making shitty coffee? My parents do the I same thing. They make horrible coffee.
0: Well, anyway, I w- started going to this coffee shop. I started drinking coffee and getting into it and liking it. And all of a sudden, I go in there. It's like 7 <laughs> in the morning, sit down, and the coffee shop owner, I would spend like 16 hours a day at this place. This is before I had an office, and I had just started working online. Uh-huh. Dude, I'd go in there in the morning, and I'd stay until close. And I sit down, 7 a.m., ask for a drink, and he's like, I got you. Brings me a drink, and he's like, let me know what you think about Uh-oh. that. I take a sip. Uh-oh. That tastes like pure fucking vodka no. at seven in the morning. I'm like, what no. is this? And he's like, oh, it's a white Russian. I'm like, oh, it's a white Russian. It's also seven in the morning. What are you doing to me? Like, you can't is just right? feed somebody alcohol in the morning and not tell him. And uh, right? Dude, no, he the, was, they dude, were trying to introduce alcohol and they, he was testing a bunch of recipes. And I'm like, dude, seven in the morning. Can't be doing that at seven in the morning. And uh Well
1: and while I said that night people might get
0: Well later, later that night I'm finishing up work and uh he's like, Here, try this. Hands me a fucking Portland coffee, which is like three different alcohols in that shit. Dude, it was <laughs> so strong. I'm like, I'm gonna have to sit here for like an hour before I can go home. What the hell?
1: Can I say and people might be like, You gotta turn in your man card, but again, I made them, so I'm not turning in shit. Um, <laughs> um I don't like alcohol real early in the morning. I just don't. I prefer coffee. I'm a coffee guy. I, I don't really want like an um, Irish coffee. I don't want any of that stuff. I My system just doesn't appreciate alcohol super early in the morning. It wants caffeine, 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 caffeine. Um, I don't switch over to any kind of booze or any beer, anything till. I mean, it depends on what's going on. Obviously, if we're like, you know, having a get together or grill out on the weekends or something, you might start a little early. But I mean, generally speaking, like one or two, three in the afternoon before I even begin to want any kind of alcoholic beverage. I normally like to drink coffee, 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 coffee. I want that caffeine, baby.
0: I mean, it's uh, 840, almost 9 p.m. And I've got some coffee here just that I brought in because I was sleepy. I was at home early before I came here and I was I was dozing. So I had to, I had to wake up. Uh, but, um, so you're drinking a Cortado. Somebody asked, I'm so drinking, I'm drinking of a Cortado with,
1: um, with one of my favorite easy to deal with. If you want an easy coffee to work with, that doesn't go stale really quick. Cause it's purposely, uh, roasted and blended and stuff to be very shelf stable and, and hold quality for quite a long time. It's La Vaza super crema. It's an Italian roast, like espresso roast kind of coffee. And man, that stuff is great for a long time. Shelf state. It's not like some, one of these ones you get on fresh off, bro- off uh, roast within a few weeks. It's really lost a lot of its m- shit. This stuff holds it. It's really good. And it's super easy to work with. Like it's not one of those things that if you pull a shot and your shots not dialed in, just perfect, it goes super bitter, super sour. It's actually a pretty easy to work with espresso. It's, it's, it's beautiful stuff.
0: All right. Uh, and crema for days. What is on the wrist? It looks like the old Seiko. I'm, the old just, Seiko, man. Old Seiko. You're predictable.
1: I, I, I was going to put on the uh, the old...
0: uh Ever see you wear the glycine like, anymore?
1: Yeah, well, I do. You know, I'm going to be honest. I've been on a bit of a bracelet kick where, like, the leather hasn't just... In the summer, the leather gets hot and it sticks and it's a little weird. And, like, I just... i am kind of been off the leather for a while, so I've been enjoying the bracelets. I still say... The fucking, the, the, the other watch is coming soon. So I will have Think a third so? one. And it'll probably, be, yeah, dude, it's coming. I can feel it. I even found a store locally that carries a shit ton of them. So I'll, I'll, it'll, be, it'll be kicking here soon.
0: I have, there she uh, broke is. out the old Laurier uh, Gemini, which I haven't worn. The again. old Panda. I haven't worn this thing in a long time, but this one, uh, hand wine chronograph. And I, I love this watch. I just don't wear it enough. The old,
1: the old Panda. The old Panda.
0: All right. Uh, and i I wanted to do knives last because that's, that's kind of what we're talking about today. And uh, what you got?
1: Same knife, man. It's been in my pocket since I got it. I love it. We talked about it last week. I really have been enjoying this knife. Although I brought a couple other knives up just for reference because we are talking about knives tonight. But um, we were talking about it a little bit before everybody was in here. I just I have decided that I think this is my new favorite shape for an EDC knife. I think this shape is very utilitarian. This point is great for opening boxes and just basic EDC tasks, little detail work. It's got a nice big blade. It's got you can really pinch grip it. Like when you're opening boxes and stuff, you can ride your finger so you don't cut too deep into the box and cut whatever you're. <laughs> you know, if you go just stabbing into a box and ripping and through it, you've cut half of whatever's in the box in half. You can kind of hold your your finger on the tip that controls the depth of the blade, and I don't know, man. It's I just I'm a big fan of this knife. I've been carrying it for a while now.
0: You're gonna accuse me of shitting on you, but uh, in the you, pocket, well, you do
1: that every. You do that every.
0: Got the old Shirogorov F95 RT. Just yep. just a, a butte of a knife. No Norseman right now. Yeah. I mean, me you don't just need look to. at look at look at that. Every time. Yeah, my, Every yeah time. mine doesn't was, do that. And I, I don't care so much about drop shut, but it, it, is, uh, it is fidgety when something will drop shut like this.
1: I just think that's a sexy looking knife, though. I, I think the dark green micarta with the black blade, I just fucking dig it, though, man. I don't know. I this know is, you said this is a problem for you, but I, I don't know.
0: This is something that's been in my pocket a whole lot lately, though. And I think this right here yeah, is Chef. probably one of the most utilitarian knives out there, especially for food prep. Like
1: that's a chef, right?
0: Yeah. Spidey chef. I mean, Didn't they have
1: one that looked kind of like that. They called like a Shamu or some shit or is it, no. or is that just like a nickname? Some people say for that knife. Cause it kind of looks like a fucking whale.
0: Uh, nope. Everybody calls it the chef. <laughs> huh?
1: Yeah. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm cray cray.
0: I think so. But the topic for tonight which we're getting started a little late now because of technical difficulties, but it's true. Uh, I don't know what I titled this. The most you should spend on a knife, and and my thought process uh, behind yeah. that is, I've been asked that question a lot. What is the most you should spend on a knife? And I wanted to talk about this because I do want to do a video on this. I will dedicate a video to this on the on my channel Best AEDC, and maybe you will too, Jeremy. I don't know, but uh, I, I wanted to to have like a discussion about it, and then. Huh. Later on, in a few weeks or a month or whatever, really just kind of hone in on how I feel about it and and give a more concise answer. But I think I think there's both a discussion that can be had and you know me give my for own sure. opinion. Yeah,
1: I do say even though I think there's plenty of valid opinions on the matter, I don't know that there is a answer for everybody, right? Because it's going right. to be very relative to your income, your knife budget. You know what I mean? Like I'm sure lots of guys. There's lots of guys out there that don't think twice about dropping six hundred on a Sabenza, right? Like that's probably like perfectly doesn't phase them one bit. The same guys that buy Speedies and Rolexes and stuff and don't bat an eye. I'm sure they don't. They'll buy six seven hundred on knife and think that's just normal. Where for a lot of people, that's like fucking really excessive.
0: Right. Um, and, and I. This is coming from. Like this whole conversation between us is coming from someone who you have never spent more than probably three 350
1: three 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 through three fifty yeah somewhere around there.
0: And I have uh like the one I'm carrying right now. This is an eleven hundred dollar knife. I did not spend eleven hundred on it, but I've spent a thousand dollars on a knife. I have seven or eight that are five hundred ish. You know, like mm-hmm. I've I've got some expensive knives and I have some budget knives too. Um, like it's right here. This would technically be a pretty Fairly budget-friendly knife, 80 bucks. Well, and that's something.
1: that's part of my argument, right? Is it's like, you've really got to like a knife to, to go over that amount because somewhere in the like 150 or a little over one to like the $300 mark, or maybe even a little less than three, maybe the 250 mark, you have a lot of really quality blades in that price range. So well, for you to go over that, you're really getting severe law of diminishing returns kicking in, right? Yeah. You're getting yeah. a three percent better knife for three times the price of the blade right
0: well i, I would say that that argument could be made for even much cheaper knives right well well no like if you look back just five years ago right there was not a whole lot under 50 that i would say was was great you had like a tenacious uh ontario tenacious. rat you have your, your classics ones that are staples Can i, say that are I always fucking
1: hate that knife what? I'm sorry. I hate that knife. It's the ugliest fucking knife known to man.
0: The Ontario rat.
1: God, I hate that. knife. look, I know it's a great knife for the money and it's good quality for it the money ugly. and it's durable, but God, it's an ugly knife. It's a weird bump. I just, I don't, I just do not dig the way that knife looks at all. And I know it's hugely popular. I just, it's not for me, not for me, man.
0: Right. But like your, your, the point is your VV elementum. Yeah. Your budget knives have gotten way, way, way better in the last, years just just five well, years well you're it's seeing
1: a, blade steels that used to be in super high end knives and much cheaper knives also right
0: well yeah this is a, a perfect example um this right here is a hundred dollars if you can find them I, I think they're all out of stock everywhere i think this is a mass drop knife but this is the ferrum forge gent not gent falcon huh. uh made by we knife it's on bearings it is a titanium frame lock flipper with a thumb hole it has S 35 vn steel. Like this has all the specs that you would see on a knife to $300 and it's a hundred bucks and it's, it's really good. Like really good. It is a, mm. a polarizing. I heard you shape. talk about
1: that one several times. What? I've heard you talk about that knife several times. You, you're a fan of it.
0: Yeah. I mean, it is a, a polarizing shape. It's a little aggressive,
1: a little mall ninja. It is not Maul ninja. ninja.
0: It's just aggressive. It's a little, little um, mall ninja. Says the guy who likes the cleaver with all the little, speed holes in it. Maul, all I'm saying is you call that knife Maul Ninja
1: and you say that's not. Look, I don't have a big problem with Maul Ninja. I say if you like it, fuck what everybody says. If you like it, you like it. Rock a mermaid if you want to. But um I mean, that's definitely a little Maul Ninja E.
0: I wouldn't say that. I just think it's it's an aggressive design, is what I would call it. A little but, blade Runner. But it it hundred bucks, man. Like you couldn't find a knife like this for 100 bucks just two years ago, three years ago. Yeah. Um, th- this It's a recent thing, a very recent thing for this this race to the bottom where you have the Civivi Elementum, but there, there's even better knives. I would say, I wouldn't necessarily say better knives, but knives that are approximately as good for even less, like the Honey Badger that comes in D2 steel, and it's around 50 <laughs> bucks for the D2 version.
1: The best name ever,
0: by the way. <laughs> it's a great knife. It's a great... I haven't. Didn't one. they come
1: out with a better version of the Elementum that had like Micarta handles and a better steel for like still under a hundred?
0: For what knives? Or am
1: I am I imagining that? For what knife? Did they come out with a, a Elementum with a better steel that was like a little more expensive but still like around eighty bucks?
0: Yeah, it's the Elementum with S thirty five VN. 80, right, and they, eighty bucks, and they,
1: and they got like Micarta scales, right? Yeah, I got one right
0: here. Of course. I, I mean, do. dude,
1: come on. S30V Micarta scales and a really good knife with a crazy smooth action for sub 100. Get the fuck out of here. Like that. That just that wouldn't have existed. No, uh, over a year ago.
0: All oh, right, here. S35VN Micarta bearing flipper. I mean, minor lock deep carry clip.
1: That would have been what easy 150 200 a year or two ago. For, yeah. for those materials. I mean, yeah. shit, there's still knives in that price range with those materials, right? But, yeah. like, you, you, you certainly wouldn't have gotten anything with all that for that price a couple years ago.
0: No, and, and you also have, um, you know, companies that are still, you know, like James Brand, who are, are fashion brands, I'd say, who aren't necessarily knife enthusiasts who make knives that are very design forward with, you know, VG tin steel and they're 150 bucks, which is just kind of odd. Now, I will say
1: something, something I want to add to this conversation is, and I think you've actually said this also. So this is not in contradiction to any opinions that you have. I don't think if so, you can obviously state your, your case. I'm not a huge steel snob, right? Like I enjoy a good steel. If a knife gives you a, a, a higher quality steel at a good price point, I think that's a great perk. But I'm also not one of these people that if it's not some crazy super steel or some high end steel, I'm like, well, that knife's garbage. I mean,
0: yeah, it's it's so funny I, you say that because the the knives or nafs channel in my Discord server has become just everything is super high end, everything is super steels and customs and just all super high end knives all the time, and I, I think it's a little maybe off putting for people who are just getting started or who have. You know, a budget. And they can't spend seven hundred dollars on a customer, a thousand dollars on something like a Gorov, but yeah, it's just crazy how wide the spread of just really high quality knives is now. It's a very wide spread.
1: Well, and knife steel to me, everybody who gets these super steels goes on and on about it'll hold an edge for fucking, you know, X amount of time and da, da, da da. And I'm like, Yeah, but have you tried to sharpen it? Because once uh, <laughs> it, it does hold an edge, fantastic, but most of those steels that hold an edge for a really long time, once they do go dull, you're going to go through $300 in sharpening stones trying to get the edge back on that son bitch because it just, <laughs> it's just doesn't, it's very, very hard to sharpen where you get one of these steels that a lot of people call garbage steels. Like the, uh, what is it? Eight. Uh, I always fuck up the initials, eight, eight CR 30, eight CR 13.
0: 8CR, 14 MOV. Yeah, whatever it is.
1: Which a lot of people call garbage steel, but you know what? It holds an edge relatively well. It's relatively rust resistant. It doesn't chip because it's, I think it's a little bit of a softer steel. So I, I've never chipped out one of those very bad. And it sharpens so fucking easy. I can have a hair popping edge back on one of those blades within 10 minutes where yeah. you get one of these super steels and I'm over there fucking breaking a sweat and I, I can't get it to sharpen back up. So
0: look, yeah, I, I, have I have some have nice a, with nice, t- my other sure Gorov, it came and it was sharp, but uh, I was trying to fix the person I bought it from or the person they bought it from had sharpened it. And, and it wasn't a, it was like a variable bevel, right? So it uh-huh. started at one depth and then it got towards the tip and it was definitely not the same bevel angle. And it wasn't just the, the stock thickening up. It was, it was a different angle. And right. uh, I tried to fix it, and I, I noticed that when I was fixing it, it was the reason I say that is because I I sharpened it at like twenty degrees, and that bevel was constant all the way up the blade until you got to the tip, and it, it the old bevel was past what I was sharpening at, so I had to right. widen it to seventeen. And dude, I, I put it on my KME and I worked at it and worked at it and worked at it and worked. I bet I've sharpened or. I'm technically reprofiling at this point, but I've been working on it for a collective, like four or five hours. (laughs) Right. I'm not even joking. Like I'm four or five hours into it and I'm just, I get so bored. I'm like, okay, I've got to go do something else. (laughs) I can't do this anymore right right now. So I have left lines, like reference lines for how I had it in the clamp. And every time I put it back in the clamp to get it back on there, I will use a Sharpie on the bevel and, and uh run the stone go, go down and see where i'm hitting it and then i'll adjust it tighten it down and then go back to it and man i've just been going at it and going at it and going at it and, and even my hinder which uh my xm 18 and 3.5 inch is a uh, one tool seal and dude it's hard as a fucking rock hard as a rock right so hard to get well, sharp
1: well and that and look I'm not against super steels, right? I'm not talking shit on super steels. There's a reason that that market's moving that way, and they put all this effort into developing these. They're fine, right? This one has L max in it. This um, microtech, it's got L max, which I'm pretty sure is considered a super steel, right? Um, and it's great. My only point is people who put too much emphasis on only, oh, I can't buy that knife. It has you know eight C or thirty in it. Like I. I just don't know that that's a a well-rounded approach, right? Like I think there's a place for all that stuff.
0: Yeah, and, I'm uh, I'm perfectly fine with, with S30V, S35VN. A lot of people, especially in the Discord, don't like M390 because without the proper heat treat, it's not great. It's a very soft, it, it, it can be very bad if it's not heat treated properly, but also it's very chippy. Um, and I'm just like, the problem with me is if I get an M390 blade and I chip it, it's going to take a fucking long time to fix that chip. That's really the only issue I have. So, my point is, I don't necessarily care if it's S35, M390, or whatever. I'm happy as long as I can put an edge on it and it cuts. Um, that's really my Stay stance sharp. on that. My biggest Stay problem. Stay sharp
1: for a relative amount of time.
0: Yeah, for a decent amount of time, but I don't mind sharpening. Right. But uh, my biggest problem time and time again always my biggest problem I'll show you right here this is a knife that I overpaid for I won't tell you how much I paid but I paid way too much for it and this right here let's uh, let's uh, uh, zoom in a little bit probably won't be able to see it yeah this is the, the Richard Rogers OEM slut can't see it in here because I have mostly got your videos
1: off. you say I don't watch your videos I watch them I know you called that a
0: slut uh, I rusted it <laughs> Dude, so here's the thing, it.
1: though. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. I got to interrupt. You rusting something is no bearing on the steel. You could <laughs> rust anything.
0: Hey, hey, hey. You there could are rust two on the one table here. You could rust one
1: of those Spiderco. what are they? Though? Are they called like oceans or what are the uh, Spiderco called? Salt Series. Well, this is... Salt,
0: uh, you could rust one of those. This is LC200N. And this is Van X. And... I've yet to rust either of these. If I rust these, I give up. I should just not ever have another knife again. Uh, these are basically almost corrosion resistant. Like, they, they're extremely corrosion resistant, but um, these are both rated for use in salt water. Kind of like the H1 or Salt Series from, from Spyderco, but uh, I, if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure LC200N and Vanex are better. Harder. And, and whatnot. I, I, again, Here's I'm not a blade steel snob. I can't tell you everything about it. Yeah, I'm not. I don't care a lot of the time. I just don't.
1: One of my favorite steels is either S30V or isn't S30VN a little different than normal S30V? Isn't There's there a V and a VN?
0: S35VN and S30V. vs S30. They're very similar, right. but they are both different. Of,
1: both of those, I think, are great. They're not crazy expensive. You're not getting into your like super, super steel prices with all this crazy stuff, but they're also not like bottom rung, you know, eight CR 30 stuff. I, I have a ton of knives that have it. And it's some of my favorite steel. It's a little harder and a little more durable than some of this, you know, less expensive stuff, but it's also not up in that super steel category where you got to like wear yourself out to sharpen it. That's yep. some of my favorite stuff It's kind yeah. of in that middle. Middle zone.
0: A lot of people are starting to use 20 CV. I've noticed. Uh, I don't really mm-hmm. know where that lands in terms of of blade steels. I'm thinking that it's probably a notch above. If I were to guess, a notch above M390. I I don't know for sure. Uh, but I've got several knives that are CPM154. I've got so many blade steels, and I just
1: I think I have some CPM154. And with that Rex45, I think it was called, and that. Spiderco they put out has has worked out pretty good i've been enjoying that, that you gotta be
0: careful with that one because that's not uh corrosion resistant corrosion resistant it's not a stainless steel it's it'll rust it'll I, patina I haven't had
1: any problems with it though uh patina 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 i'm sure somebody hasn't wow, nobody dude. said in the comments yet like wow dude patina, i'm surprised patina, nobody patina. in the comments <laughs> where's the where's the like the triple over the triple patina, l- patina, patina.
0: patina. there it is God damn. <laughs> i like the <laughs> fact that you have like this
1: delayed one at the very end it's like patina <laughs> um but yeah okay well so to stay on topic because I'm, I'm trying to stay on topic for at least a little yep. while tonight my point of going into the the steel conversation which i know isn't exactly on topic but it's related right is that in my opinion that one, 150 to maybe 250 is really all you ever need to spend. Uh, technically, not even, I shouldn't even say need, because you can buy great knives under 100. But really, the 150 to 250 range, in my opinion, is the, the most most people would ever need to spend to get a super good quality, really great knife.
0: Well, yeah, that's what I think we were pointing out earlier is right. like when you have something like this for 100 bucks and it's not the only right. one that's this good at $100. Right. It is it is really difficult to justify, you know, three hundred, four hundred, five hundred dollars for a knife right. other than the I fact mean, that you just want it or you want something that's made in America with a great warranty. Uh, yeah, but are are you really getting your value at that point, or are you just I mean, the difference is right. at a hundred I mean, dollars you can thrash this thing and and it's gonna hold up, but you know, you're not gonna cry if you break it. It probably don't feel right. Won't feel too good. Uh, but if you do the same thing to a 450 dollar Sebenza, you're probably not gonna feel the same about it. That's just my like, guess,
1: dude. I've said it a million times. One of my favorite knives ever made to this point in history, right? And what are these? I mean, depending on how you get them tricked out, but I mean, for the most part, you get one of these for what? 150 less? 125?
0: I think they've gone up to 150, 160.
1: So you can get a PM2, which is a great knife, a PM3, relatively the same price bug out. I still argue one of the best, you know, it's mine sitting right over there. I didn't bring it over here because there's no point, but I mean, it's right over there. That's a sub $200 knife. That's a 120, 150 ish, right? Same price point. I mean, there's just so many great knives in those ranges that I agree hundred percent, man. Like I'm not saying there's anything wrong with spending big money on a knife. If it's your hobby and you enjoy it, sure. Fucking spend whatever you want. But I don't think there's any need to spend more than that unless it's just because you want the pocket bling and you want the, the kind of flex factor, right? Yeah. You're not getting that much more in a knife for that much more to be able to rationalize the cost for other than you want some pocket jewelry.
0: Well, I think after, yeah, after a certain point, it, 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 I would say kind of tiptoes over into the watch category where it's, it's, you're appreciating the art and the, the artisanship and the, the, sure. the machining that goes into it, but I, that, yeah, there's very little to, to truly deep down justify a $1,000 knife or $2,000 knife, or even like a $600 knife. I mean, it, it gets really tough it, unless you're talking about, again, uh, something like this right here, which is got tape all over it because this is what I used to open boxes now, but something like this, which was handmade. That that makes it a right. very different story because, sure, y- you know you're you're supporting someone who, who does this by hand. That is a very different story. But again, you're not getting seven hundred dollars worth out of this. Really, uh, you you can get a knife that's I wouldn't say just as good, but will do the job just as well for six hundred (laughs) and fifty dollars less
1: right yeah and that's and and that's what i was saying there's nothing wrong with spending that on a knife and i think it's great to support these smaller makers these guys that are hand making these things and it's their passion and stuff and that's fantastic and it's great and if that's your thing but again just to you know the whole point was like how much do you really need to spend I'd, i'd say 250 is the most you ever really need to spend on a knife unless again you're going into that more wanting it for the bling factor and to support a small maker and appreciating the art our art, artistship. Is that a word? Artistship?
0: Artisanship.
1: I don't think artisanship. Is that a fucking word? I don't yeah, even know. It is. Um, it's a word, Jeremy. And, the, and, and, and and don't get me wrong, I think that's great to do that. I'm a big fan of supporting small business and these smaller makers. That's the reason I have a lot of the guys on my channel, like you know, DAS or now Open Seas. It's one of the main reasons I had him. I like, you know, getting the name of these smaller makers out here because um I just appreciate, you know, guys that have some some drive and initiative to go out there and start their own thing up. Um, but yeah, I still say 250 is like all you would ever need to spend to get a super high quality, really great knife. Probably less than that. Honestly,
0: I, I do. I do think there is something to be said for one of these and you still don't have one. So it's, it's hard for you to really know what it's like.
1: Well, I will say, and just,
0: this is a subenza for those of I... you listening to the audio only. This is a Sabenza that I'm holding right now.
1: I will say that I, I never have one. You're right. I have not. Although I do plan on getting one. Um I will say that after I watched Blade HQ did a a little thing where they were going to knife makers and, and watching their process and stuff. And after I watched the one with, they did on at Sabenza's place, Chris Reeves' place, Sabenza like he's a person. Um <laughs> Chris Reeves I understood why they're the cost that they are. He puts an insane amount of effort into making those knives. Perfect. Yeah. He, he does all kinds of steps that most knife companies don't.
0: And it to shows. get them
1: within like, yeah. So, I mean, I get it right. right? Like you can, um, you
0: can, I've said this before and some people don't believe me or maybe it's not true for them, but I've tried it myself. You can loosen this pivot screw, loosen it. Like it's loose. It's not what's holding it together. And there's no blade play. And like, <laughs> right. like this, there's a reason that it's so good that the point the reason for that is the bushing there's a bushing in here which most knives I, I don't think any other knife on the table or any of the other knife in my collection other than the other Sabenza, i don't think it has that bushing so what there's a bigger hole cut into the blade right and then there is a bushing that pushes up against the your washers um and that bushing is pinched between your scales so your pivot screw, literally all it's doing is holding this together, but if you take it out, there's still pressure on these scales keeping that bushing straight, and the blade cannot move. It's a very yeah. clever design, and it removes a lot of that play from the pivot, and this thing is, every single one I've ever held, rock solid.
1: Well, in the tolerance he holds his people and his company and his knives too is way, way tighter tolerances than most knife companies. I mean, yeah, it was going over like how he, like, uh, I don't know the name for it, but it's when you basically take a piece of metal and you like grind it to make sure it's perfectly fucking flat and planing? there's no bow or, huh?
0: Planing. Well, there's planing And then there's, called- um, Oh, I, I should know this because it's- this guy's talked to me about it. That's what he used to do for, uh, yeah, if I milk. heard it, I'd probably
1: recognize it. But anyway, the point is, you're talking like aircraft specs shit that, you know what I mean? Like that is not necessary for a pocket knife that he puts into his knives facing, uh, Chad to say, I think that is what it's called.
0: Facing. That's the word I was facing, lapping. Yeah. Yeah. Lapping. Um,
1: but yeah, I mean, so he makes sure that that blade steel is just fucking bang on. Right. Uh, and it's just stuff like that, that, I mean, I get it. I get why he charges what he does for his knives. It They're is, all uh, hand put together, hand checked, polished, sharp. I mean, it's, it's, there's a lot goes into
0: it. It's the exact same thing you're going to so, get out of this right here. Um, and, and, and I'd say that,
1: I still say that looks like an alligator to me.
0: I'd say that this thing is, uh, even better. Uh, it, it's definitely polarizing. Like this blade shape is very unique. It's not one that it's got its limitations, right? It's very, very purpose driven. Um, you're not going to be using this for food prep at all, but for hard use, like, Scraping stuff, cutting boxes open and breaking shit down. Hell, even prying because this tip is thick. And you're, I'm not going to be able to focus on that thin point, but.
1: You like a thick tip, don't you, Taylor?
0: Oh, yeah. Love it.
1: <laughs> sorry, I had to. <laughs> I had to go 14 year old. Had, had to do it. <laughs> somebody. <laughs> everybody said lapping. Somebody said larping. <laughs> yes, larping. That's I'm what, sorry. That's a lot of action part. role
0: play, baby. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, but mm-hmm. then again, You're talking about this right here, I think is 450 new, a large sabenza. This is a 21, but a large sabenza 31 is about 450 new. Uh, And then you're doubling that for this knife right here, which is the uh, Grimsmo Norseman. So it's $990. And 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 is
1: it really double the quality? Probably not even better quality. It's probably about the same Give or degree a couple degrees, right?
0: I'd say it's better quality, but not in a an easily quantifiable way, right? right. Like the finishing on this is definitely better. This thing is very
1: well. I mean, he hand makes all his hardware and everything, right? So yeah,
0: everything is in house. I mean, uh, that's probably true of of Chris Reeve too. But I don't know. Just the level of finishing on this is just uh, it's unreal, to be honest.
1: So you get into that thing and this applies to so many areas of hobbies and, and different things, right? You get into that and we've talked about it many times is that law of diminishing returns, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of people talk about it in the camera gear realm because cameras, you have a serious law of diminishing returns, right? Like once you get to like a two or $3,000 camera, you're 99.5% of the image you're going to get with a $10,000 camera. So you're doubling or tripling your price for like a half a percent of increase in image quality. I would would say that's
0: true as unless you're talking video video is a, is a different beast because you're not talking about still photography. You're talking about moving pictures and, and the,
1: but even with video, you got cameras like this fucking Sony that I just got. That's got you know, ten bit 422 codecs and stuff, which isn't that far off. By the time you get shoot it in s log three, it's not that far off from the cinema cameras that film in raw. Well, I mean, in right? terms I mean,
0: specifically in terms of low light is where you get the biggest benefit as you as well, you jump up. But here's
1: the thing with these new cameras, that's not necessarily the case. That's because true now with but the cinema cameras. Five, five years you got, ago, yeah, you got yeah, yeah right you now. Five yeah. years ago is Toy Number beast. But like now these have full frame sensors and with S log three crazy low light where a lot of the cinema cameras are, a uh, what is it? A super 35 sensor or whatever, which is actually a smaller sensor. It's got more dynamic range, but anyway, that'll get boring with people real quick. But point is there's this law of diminishing returns and it it applies very much so with knives. You know, you, you spend double or triple the price of a knife and you might get a 1% better knife, right? Yeah. Where when you jump from like a $25, uh, what the fuck is that one that's like one of the most popular knives? Everybody had one at some point. They saw them at Walmart. It, it's uh, like a skeletonized Gerber Paraframe. Yeah, Gerber Paraframe. When you jump from a Gerber Paraframe to like, you know, uh an Elementum, there's a huge fucking jump in quality there for yeah. for, you know, not quadruple the price, but then you jump from that to a $900, you know, Grimo or whatever and Grimsmo. you know, it, <laughs> Grimsmo. I, Grismo. I said Grimsmo. isn't that like a isn't that a, like a Honda sport thing, Grismo? I think that's for like cars. Um, yeah, so anyway, that's my, that's my rant so on, on that.
0: The thing is, uh, this, this kind of goes back to the video I made recently, which is the one and done knife. What would be the one and done knife? And the thing is, I would recommend, uh, I think in my video, at least I said, if I could only have one, it would probably be this one. Out of all the knives I have, even now that I've got a few more, you know, this Norseman and stuff, I would still go with just a sabenza if I can only have one. And I, and I think it is kind of beyond the point of diminishing returns to a degree. But at the same time, if you can only have one, I would say it's worth it to save up just a little bit more and, and get something like a Sabinza because I think this is going to last you. little bit longer. I think it being made to the spec that this one is, is going to be worth that investment. I don't think it's, you know, necessarily worth it to everyone, but if you can only have one, um, dude, I I would honestly recommend just finding one on the used market and getting it for 300 bucks. And at that point it's, it's kind of a no brainer. I
1: I would, I would agree with you. Um, my only, and this isn't to be in direct contradiction of what you're saying, but I, to me, this is almost a perfect
0: knife. Yeah, I agree. The the PM2 is is fantastic. I mean, it, it
1: is just, it has a good action. I love the Spidey flick. I love the blade shape. I love the materials that are in it. It, it's relatively inexpensive. So if you did bomb one out or break it, you could always just, you could buy like three of these for the price. You could buy one of those for, I mean, and I've had some of these for years. Um, so I do agree though, that, Sabenza is definitely in there, but like in my opinion, something the hell, something like this, um, would be absolutely glorious, right? Um, should have silenced my phone before the podcast, but uh, ding. If this was Joe Rogan's podcast, he'd be like, Can you turn that shit off? Have you ever seen how angry he gets when somebody's phone goes off on the podcast? No, <laughs> so but funny. I recently
0: saw a video. Uh, it was like a compilation from his. Uh, Hold one.
1: on. I'm sorry. Wait. I'm sorry, Taylor. I just totally derailed you, but I, I know I'm supposed to be reading comments, but I saw. I can't believe the comment I just saw. Travis, my man, what do you mean you don't like the lock on a PM2? It's one of the best locks ever invented. What the? I know we're not even supposed to be reading comments, but that one I couldn't not address. That
0: I don't think you can the make it a podcast without saying that. Uh, yeah, com- dude, the compression, compression lock? lock is pretty good. I dude, it's fucking great. Can I just say that my problem with with the spider codes, especially the PM twos, and even this PM three. This is a pair of three lightweight that I have in my hand right now. Uh huh. The problem I have. This one does not have blade play at all, but it is extremely off center, and that's just kind of the the name of the game with the pair of three lightweights, they only have one liner.
1: I I love you still, Travis, by the way, what Travis said, sorry, I was telling Travis, I love you still brother. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, The problem with the pair of three lightweight is that there's only one liner and there's only one washer and the other side is against just plastic and it, and it just, Mm. it doesn't, it's never centered. Like every single one of them is all center, but with the PM twos, I've had four PM twos now and every single one of them has just the tiniest bit of blade play every single one of them you can tighten the pivot screw down all the way and it either gets way too tight that you can't move the blade or there's blade play every single one I've had mine, mine doesn't have any yeah everyone I've had has it and, and that's not the end of the world it's just after you go to something like this which is, is built it's built to a different locked spec up
1: like a <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. it's just
0: built to a different spec it, you go back to something like the PM2 and if it has blade play you're like oh I liked this other one a little bit better. You know, like it's hard for me to go back Uh, and I, and I get some flack for it now because I'm, I'm apparently the the bougie. Somebody called me a bougie boss earlier in the comments. Like it's hard. It is hard to go back, but I think it it should speak to, it should be a testament to the quality of something like the elementum because I carry this knife regularly, Uh, even though it's a, you know, $80 knife. I love this knife. And it's just, it's, yeah, it's it's a stupid amount of quality for the price um but yeah it's just a uh, it's so funny because i'm doing a hundred dollar like best knife under hundred dollars video and jeremy pitched in with a knife which spoiler jeremy's pick was the old sheepdog vanguard sheepdog uh, um
1: it was a bit of a debacle the knife pick and how that all panned out but I, we got to it at the end anyway Yeah, zach <laughs> um, from
0: blade hq picked a knife and then i had the community pick I think two or three knives. Uh, I bought all those. I bought my picks. Jeremy sent his, Zach sent his, uh, but this De Civivi Elementum, I told everybody, I was like, you can't choose the Elementum because it's a given. Everybody wants it as their pick. So
1: yeah, dude, it was on the, my gift guide for Christmas last year. It's just a great knife, Right. So I like mean, when I'm making this
0: video, I'm going to have to say the community chose these. Jeremy chose this. I chose these. Zach chose this. And then the given knife, like the, is this is the elementum because everybody would have picked the elementum if they had only one choice.
1: Yeah. I mean, bang for buck. I I honestly, it's a little smaller. I wish they would come out with like a, like a elementum large.
0: There's a slightly Um, larger knife. That's very similar to it. And there's a wee knife. I mean, same company, but there's a wee knife that looks very, very similar to the elementum, Uh, but it is just a hair larger. But I mean, my, one of my favorite knives in my collection and I don't carry it because I, I fucked it up when I was a little tipsy one night and really, really did a number on the scales. There, it shouldn't be a problem, but it just, I want to fix it and I haven't carried it since. But I mean, the elementum and the Shamwari are effectively the same size. Uh, I think this is the perfect size for EDC for me.
1: I like a little bigger person. I, I can get um, a full
0: four finger grip on it. Same with the elementum full four finger grip. And it's just,
1: cause what's the, what's the blade on an elementum? Three, two, five,
0: something like that. It's close to three, a little over.
1: I like close to a four for, for a, I don't need no big five, six inch crazy, but like three, seven, five to four inch blade. I prefer, which I think is about what a PM two is, right? Like I preferred that size because you know, what's the word people use, uh, You can do everything with a big knife that you can with a little, but you can't do everything with a little knife that you can with a big one, right? Like, I just feel like sometimes little knives are a little small for the job I'm trying to accomplish with it, where something just slightly bigger tends to be more universally helpful.
0: The only thing I think I've ever come into, like, a problem with a short knife or a small knife with is food prep.
1: Yeah, that's you, really it, about a blade. Yeah, that's about it. Right. Try to cut through an apple and like you're only like, halfway through. It's like you're out of blade. and You're like, well, that kind of fucking sucks. I got to cut it from both sides. Like,
0: yeah, um, I think that's, that's really the saying. only just, time I've, I've come into like run into an issue with with a small knife is, is food prep. To be completely yeah, honest, I just
1: I just tend to like a slightly larger EDC knife. Like really a bug out is about minimum EDC knife for preference for me right dude i
0: almost sold uh, my bug I don't,
1: out dude get the fuck out of here dude, dude that's still that's like another it. one of my favorite how can you not like a bug out dude? it's just for that's me like,
0: it's bland it's, i have a titanium bug out with extremely rare skills now and i just
1: how do you call that bland and you don't have a problem with the elementum that's like the blandest fucking knife ever uh, it's bland. I, I like it, but it's a very plain knife. I mean, yeah, but there's it's, nothing it's at least particularly... got something
0: going for it in that it's a great value. The bug out is not a bad value, but I don't know if you don't customize the bug out. If you get the bug out with, well, now I guess they have a, an updated version with stronger scales. But the original bug out for me was just kind of, mm, I liked it at first, but dude, that honeymoon period ended and does nothing for me now. Dude,
1: I still, I still love my bug out to this day, man. I think. It, it's almost the perfect EDC knife, in my opinion, size, weight, clip. It's got that little bitty, small, deep carry pocket clip. I mean, it's just, I just think it's a banging knife. I love the action on it. It's good with S30V, right? Um, I don't know. I just think it's between, it, it's, a, it's real hard for me to pick what, like, if I had to pick like two of my all-time favorite EDC knives, it would be real tough for me to pick between a PM2 and a, and a bug out. Those are probably two of my favorite currently love them. I think they're great knives personally. I can't believe you don't like a bug out, man. Jesus. It hurts it hurts my feelings a little
0: bit. It's all right. It hurt Zach's feelings when I said that. I did a video with Late HQ a live stream and uh yeah, I said I didn't like the bug out and he was a little he was a little taken aback, but cuz everybody at Blade do, HQ cause crushes d- on it so hard, but yeah, it's just like mm, I don't know. Yeah,
1: I just I don't I don't I don't know, man. It's just it's such a. It's kind of like the Elementum, in the fact that it has such a large group of people that just really loves that knife. It's. It's. I always get surprised when I hear somebody say they they don't like a PM two or they don't like a Bug Out or they don't like an Elementum. I'm always like, huh? <laughs> like, what do you mean? Like, there's there's nothing to complain about in any of those knives. Yeah, I don't know. Also, can I talk about the ergonomics of a PM two? Now that is
0: that is the best part. Of the PM2, in my opinion, is I mean, dude, ur- that it's great in your it's, hand. It's I don't think there's. I don't want to say there's not a knife with better ergos because I think the closest thing to it, if not better, is a hinderer, which you don't have experience with. But they both but here's the are thing, it's probably
1: not better. It's probably just as good. Yeah, it's, right? hard, it's, probably to not
0: get, better. it's hard to get better than pretty much perfect. <laughs> right. Sorry, it's, it's hard to get better screen. than it,
1: it fits in your hand like a fucking glove. Like it's hard. Right. Like and they do jumping just right on this knife. Like, nothing irritates me more than useless fucking jimping. Like, if yeah. you're going to jump a knife, make it grippy, right? Don't make this half-ass fucking shit that's there for looks. Like, that bites into the meat of your thumb, dude. Your nut thumb is not going to slip off that. Like, that jimping yeah. digs into your meat. <laughs> digs into your
0: meat. Damn, Jeremy. <laughs> I'm uh, sure the do you, con- you want to see my PM2s? I actually only have two yeah, PM2s now. I got rid of, of the other. I've only got two. We got an old. Yeah, it's
1: just like. Oh, no, that's not. That's, yeah, that's got those cool scales that um, so, rips garage deck. and that you send those to you? So there's
0: a little bit of blade play here, and I don't know if this, so I did something. I don't know if I should have, but this is the Rex 45 blade on a regular PM2, and that came from oh, nice. That came from the your linerless copper. copper. So I have uh-huh. my acid etched blade on the linerless copper knife. And the acid
1: etched does look good on the copper knife. And
0: it, it also has a tiny bit of blade play, so I think I'm going to have to switch the blades back, fortunately but
1: well cause I don't think that knife was meant for cause I, doesn't it not have Doesn't have liners. I forgot how I have. Yeah. I don't think it doesn't have liners, I mean, Right, so It says rubbing right on.
0: I and mean, look at that though. But that, that pivots totally tightened. I cannot tighten it anymore. It is a 100% tight. So,
1: I mean, it's kind of awesome
0: really. Yeah. But <laughs> I mean, you're talking about the ender. There's a shit right kind of blade play. Like the ergos like on this again. Just,
1: yeah, that's pretty great. Also,
0: yeah i mean it just and
1: and yasper has some really great like the pilar or pilar like that's a pretty so pretty hard to beat the ergos on that knife so there's other knives out there that i would say are as good i just don't know that there's a knife out there that i've ever felt that is better right yeah like it's hard to beat perfect
0: uh it's so funny though because I, I i love this knife this is from yasper as well um this is the is it yasper or Jasper? yasper
1: Yesper Voxnez, right? Yeah, that's how you say? This is
0: the Giant Mouse Ace Grand. And it's so funny because his yeah. his one big thing is is ergo. like he crushes ergos in every single design, but the ergos on this knife are just not right. It, it just it's like a block in your hand. But
1: I also feel like it's a little bigger than normal for him, but right?
0: But like he makes f- Yeah, the jimping is not here. Useless. Here. I hate useless jimping. Maybe it's for this, but that's a weird grip. I don't know what the jimping is here for. Like they've got the, the, the small flick fixed blade, the GMF one, and it's got jimping. It's a sheep's foot, but it's got jimping up here. So when you grip it what's forward, what's the name of
1: that knife again, Taylor? What? What's the name of that knife?
0: The giant mouse, ACE grand
1: giant mouse, ACE grand.
0: Yeah. Good luck getting one. <laughs> they did not make many,
1: but is, is that different than the normal giant mouse? What do you mean? Am I mixing something up? Isn't there one just called a normal giant mouse? Are,
0: giant mouse they, is the brand. And then uh, ace means it. production. Giant mouse ace uh-huh. means it's a production knife. And then the grand, there's the biblio. There's. Biblio
1: is the one I'm thinking Clyde. of. Clyde. That's the one I've heard They've all the got
0: a bunch of different designs. Yeah. Here's the bug out the that biblio I said I don't really heard. love.
2: Dude, get the fuck out of here with that. It's just. With like the
0: not
1: loving. Get
0: down. It's yeah, just,
1: just, shut, just, it's just, I will cut
0: you, Taylor. I will cut you. It's just okay, It's my point. Like, I would honestly <sighs> rather carry Taylor, Taylor. I would honestly rather carry this elementum over that bug out. I would, <sighs> I would,
1: I would have to disagree. I love the elementum, but I would rather have a bug out over an elementum. I, I like the access lock better. I'm a lock weirdo, man. If I'm going to be weird about anything, it's the lock on a knife. I love a lock that allows me to have my fingers out of the way of closing the blade. Like I'm a big fan of anything that allows me to grip it and close it without my fingers being in way well, of the knife closing.
0: Well, I'll say it this time, or I'll say it this way. I would take a compression lock a hundred times over an axis lock. hundred well, times. You over.
1: just, you have kind of a hard on about the axis lock. Cause you've busted like those infinite, what, what are Omega those springs, springs. called? I've, Infinity spring? Yeah, Omega I've springs. ruined <laughs> like three
0: of them now. <laughs> It's crazy.
1: what's funny man is I've never broke one and I have a knife. That's probably 15 years old. That's got one of those in it. And I've never broken it. And somehow you break shit that I, I don't know what you're doing.
0: I use my I don't shit. Know.
1: And you know, no. And I was talking to what's his name at Benchmade. made. Uh, what's the guy that he just left Benchmade? I think, but he was Travis. He was Troy, 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 yeah. Troy. And we were joking around about you, uh, about how you said you've broken them. And he's like, yeah, I heard it. And he's like, I, he goes, I've carried, I don't, God knows how many. I've never broken one. He goes, I go hunting. I go out in the woods. I use these knives for shit that nobody should ever use a knife for because it's, he goes, and I've never broken. He goes, I don't know what the fuck Taylor's doing with these mega springs. And I'm like,
0: I don't either. You want to know what it probably comes down to? I think I'm corroding them. I think it's the same thing when I get a little sweaty and I rust a knife, I think I'm corroding the springs and that's why they break. Honestly, that, I mean, I dude, think that's you what it definitely
1: is. have like, you have like acid sweat or <laughs> I something. Know. I don't even know. I know. Like your sweat is part salt, part, um, oh, what's that shit that you soak blades into acid etch them? Uh, I, I did a video on it. You Ferric. Ferric. Yeah. For ferric chloride. Your sweat is one part sweat, one or one part salt, one part ferric chloride. <laughs> just, you rust knives that I've never heard.
0: It's acid sweat is a thing. It's because I'm a salty bitch. That's why.
1: <laughs> see, I thought you were gonna say that would be me because I'm a salty old bastard.
0: Oh, well, you are that. You are that.
1: Salty old bastard. You know, speaking of uh and I don't know why my brain just went to this. I think we were thinking about salty, which makes me think of the ocean, which makes me think of Isla whiskies. I'm really bummed that I couldn't have a whiskey tonight because I actually got I don't know if you can see it right there. Can you see that bottle right there
0: you can see right a bottle right a, a silhouette of a bottle really
1: that bottle right there can you see that bottle A tall black mm-hmm. bottle do you know what comes in a very tall thin all black bottle
0: uh you've i can't remember the name I want to say uh but it's not that um octimore no, octimore
1: octimore I finally got a bottle of octimore and it is Fucking licious, man. That shit is so good. If you like smoky scotches, that's the holy grail of smoky scotches right there, buddy. That stuff was delicious. Do you want to see the um, one knife?
0: Do so you want to see the one knife that actually totally breaks the rule of your, your point of diminishing your turns? You don't want to see You don't want to see it. Don't you, don't it, to see it. you don't want to oh. see it. <laughs> oh, get the fuck out of here, dude. You in that
1: goddamn. <laughs> You love fucking with me about that knife.
0: Yeah, it's because um, it's so good. You wouldn't like it, I think, because it's, it's small. It's smaller than the Elementum.
1: Look, I don't mind a small knife, right? Like, I carry that. Um,
0: like, it's a small knife.
1: The dapper, right? I carry the dapper occasionally, which is a tiny little knife. I'm just saying my preference is about a 375 to 4-inch blade on, a, on an everyday carry. That's my preference. It's also this. Yeah, but I mean, see. That's a nice little knife. I mean, for a slip joint...
0: It's not a slip joint.
1: You know, I know, but I'm just saying it's very slip joint-ish looking, right? For slip joints, I will say that a smaller blade doesn't, doesn't bother me near as much. Um, what about a bigger slip, slip j- joint blade? Uh, you know, I don't really see a whole lot of point in a big slip joint blade. Like, I mean, it's, it's fine. That's a monster. <laughs> of a It's so
0: big. Blade. Actually, just for reference, <sighs> I will show you next to a PM2 because I don't think most people quite monster. realize how big the slip joint is.
1: Dude, it's huge. You held it up next to a knife one day, and I was like, God
0: damn, that's yeah, a big there's slip there's a PM2 next to the, the old beaver tail. Yeah.
1: And, and I mean, most PM2s will normally dwarf uh, a uh, slip joint.
0: Yeah, look at it next to the, the pina.
1: Can I say that my Cortado is fucking really... No, I got a cigar. Somebody said no cigar. I was just talking, so it went out. Yeah, you
0: know I actually got two cigars. That's, that's a, that's yeah, a big-ass knife.
1: That's, I, I, every time I see that comparison, I, I fucking... Uh, in my brain, that Crocodile Dundee line gets put... Play- that's not a knife.
0: Well, this is a knife. The thing about it is it's, it is a slip joint, but it has this liner lock. And it's kind of terrifying. Like, there's a really solid half lock in here, but you're, you have to push over that liner lock and then push it closed. And it's... Which, yeah, it's, that's... It's tough, dude. Look at this.
1: And see, that's my thing. <laughs> that's my thing about knives that why I like compression locks and axis locks because I, I really love not having my fingers in the way of the blade while it's closing.
0: Yeah. I mean, you not don't to say, like that knife, that's for sure.
1: I mean, not to say that I haven't, I mean, this isn't right. This is like a liner lock. And I mean, I have closed this successfully constantly without cutting myself. I'm not saying you can't, you, I'm just saying I'm a fan of getting my fingers out of the way. You
0: need to get one of these Pelican vault with mm. a knife insert.
1: By the way, I didn't say what cigar I was smoking tonight. It is a, this is a Southern draw, quick draw
0: is what this one's called. So can I just point something out really quickly? Because we started off really rough tonight because YouTube was down. And when we started for the first, like, I don't know, 30 minutes or what? Not 30 minutes, but in the first 20 minutes, we had like five viewers. We are now at an all-time high, which is really cool. Really awesome. Really shit night turned around.
1: Something I wanted to say that. Uh, I wanted to say uh, in the beginning and we got all fucked up and I forgot to say it. So I'm kind of late in the podcast, but got to say a big thank you out there to all the veterans, man. Today's veterans day, right? Yeah. So got to, got to say a big thank you out there to all the, the boys out there keeping us all safe in our beds at night while they're out there living with sand in their butt crack over there in places that nobody wants to be.
0: Yep. See, I, what the fuck is that? I left the reference marks on this from when I was sharpening it. So I know how to oh, line it up okay. when I put it up in there next, but yeah. Uh, I have too many knives. I need to get rid of some. I was going to do a knife collection video, but can't decide if I want to.
1: Somebody said closer to smoking Jeremy a Texas Lancero. Not gonna happen. Uh, we we I mean, are getting closer. It will happen if we get to that.
0: Yeah, we are getting
1: closer. Yeah, dude. But I mean, we're still a pretty good, pretty good amount away from a thousand concurrent. I think we're, uh, I think we're pretty far off of a thousand concurrent. All it. I mean, I th- what do we top out at? Like 260, 270? We just hit two eighty just now. I, I mean, that's great. I'm glad to see that more people are joining. And uh, by the way, huge thank you to everybody for being patient tonight with YouTube fucking up. So that's pretty awesome that it, it managed to turn around. But um, I'd say we're a while from without. I think I, I think my jaw is safe for at least several more months. I would say my jaw is in, in good, good condition. You know
0: what I think will get us Maybe there? I'll start
1: doing some. Stre- Maybe I'll start doing some stretching exercises.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy, <laughs> yeah. I think you stretch your jaw plenty. Mm,
1: just because I talk a lot doesn't mean I am not. I am stretching my <laughs> jaw. That doesn't I am working my jaw.
0: Well, uh, I think I think we can get there by just doing a massive, massive giveaway. I am going to push it. I want to see you smoke <laughs> that thing because I think it'll. Be we hilarious. should do a
1: giveaway. You know, I needed to do a giveaway and um, I didn't. So maybe we'll do a contest. I've got a a uh, a bench made cigar cutter oh, yeah. that I was going to do a giveaway on the channel, and then things got sideways, and uh, I I haven't done it maybe we'll do that on the um the podcast one night
0: yeah that'd be good uh one of the i'm about to hit made cigar cutters i'm about to hit a hundred thousand followers on instagram and for that holy shit yeah that's like checked it i was like wait a minute that's not right
1: uh, yeah, dude, I'm not even close to that on Instagram. S- I think I'm at like 40 or 30 or something. I'm not even remotely close to 100.
0: Well, I think for 100,000 followers on Instagram, I think I want to do a big giveaway. I want to. Th- I think I'm going to buy a Sabenza and give it away, or or see yeah, if somebody dude, see if to, somebody right? will uh, donate one. But I'm going to do a full EDC. But I want it to be like nice. I think I'm going to have a custom Swiss Army knife from from Brassworks in there. Uh, John's already, John's already pitched in combat beads has pitched in, um, throw in probably one of my wallets that's coming in. Um, yeah.
1: Dude, speaking of that, whose dick do you have to suck to get a fucking Instagram count verified or (sighs) whatever it is to get the thing?
0: Dude, I am at almost a hundred thousand followers and they will not, verify me. So Dude, I
1: don't understand why they won't like YouTube verified me. I don't understand because here's the thing. There is actually a couple fake accounts out there with my name that like has my profile picture and then you look at it, some bullshit. So I'm like it would be nice if you fuckers would verify it so people know which is my official account. Dude, YouTube won't even
0: verify me. So
1: I've I've put in like a dozen times. Once I saw that there was a fake account out there, I was like let me put in to, so people know which one's actually me easily, right? And they just don't ever answer me. I don't even get a no. I just fucking don't get anything. I mean, the most useless, you know why? Cause it's a Facebook situation. Facebook fucking sucks.
0: Well, <laughs> I'll put it this way. I fucking hate Facebook. I've been making content for 10 years and I've got colleagues mm-hmm. on Twitter who had 2000 followers at the time and got verified. And I had like 15,000 and they would not verify me. And we worked for the same publication at the same time. I'm yeah, just like, like, what is that wh- shit? <laughs> why won't you verify? That's why I said, I've I mean, never been verified on any platform ever, ever.
1: I feel like you must have to like tug somebody just the right way in order to fucking get verified on Instagram or something. Cause it doesn't make any sense to me. Like I, I don't get it. There, there are qualifications for what it takes to verify you or according to what I've read, I meet those
0: so I don't know why they're not verifying me. Like
1: it doesn't make any sense. I've met
0: the YouTube verification rules or minimum requirements for over a year now.
1: Well, now I will say part of that is probably that they changed their rules around how they verify people on YouTube. It used to be like this, that, or what have you. Then they made a big change to how that was was working and they were going to retroactively do it. To where people that had already been verified, they were going to take it away if, because they changed the rules a little bit and a lot of people wouldn't meet it. I don't think I would have even met it. And um, there was a bunch of uproar. And then so they, they made the call that like anybody who had already been verified, they're not going to take it away. But going forward, the policy was a little different. So you may just not meet that new policy yet. Right. I forgot what the guidelines were, but also right now, everything on YouTube is going slow as shit.
0: That's true. Because
1: the Rona, they're working at a, a lower staff. So like anything you put into customer service is taking like twice as long and all this stuff. So that definitely. could also be part of your problem.
0: Yeah, well, hmm. I, I've still just never been able to be verified on any platform ever. Even when I covered tech, nothing. I've got friends who are in tech with smaller fraction of, of followers and they got verified and I can't. So, oh, well. I mean, I worked for I CNN or not CNN, CBS at one point, you know? Like,
1: you're like, fucking, for real. Yeah,
0: not CNN. Never worked for them. I worked for have CBS. I about,
1: have I talked about these? Have I talked about these coffee cups and how much I love them. The not neutral cortado cups. Actually, I think
0: these are technically,
1: I don't think these are actually cortadas. I think these are their cappuccino cups because they're. I think they're four ounces. Um, they're just fucking great, though, dude. I love them. I don't know what it is I love about them, but they're just great. I don't know. They're great. They're expensive as shit though. God damn, those things cost a lot of money. For a stupid fucking coffee cup, it's like 20 bucks. That's a lot for a single coffee cup, dude.
0: Yeah, well, I've spent 20 bucks I've spent that much or more on one. I got one of those uh, Keep Cups yeah. a long time ago. I don't know if you've ever seen those. I don't know. I don't
1: know. I don't know if I ever spent that much.
0: Yeah. They're like a glass Keep which it's a glass travel cup for coffee.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, I'll show you. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's cool. It's got a cork. Um, I like those a lot
1: and I know this is going to sound super like bouge but um, part of the reason the, the design behind these is the shape on the inside allows for better pouring of latte art because of the, the shape. It allows the milk to roll and, and do a certain deal but uh, that's part of the, the selling factor of those and the same with the new fellow handleless coffee cups they came out with double walled handleless but yeah, they, they get a little expensive, man. $20 for a single little cup that holds four ounces seems to be a little expensive, but yeah. Hey. All right, this... I still dig it. I still dig it. Are there... Oh, are we going to get to comments pretty soon? Are we going to roll... Usually at about 140-ish. We st- oh, yeah, that's a pretty cool looking cup. I like the little cork, uh, cork ring there for not burning your digits. Yeah,
0: it's a cool little cup. Is it
1: double wall or
0: single? It's single. It's just glass. Just glass and see, I didn't want a double walled because I like my coffee to cool off quickly. I don't like my coffee to stay hot.
1: Well, not just that, but normally double wall stuff tends to be a little fragile. Right? Like it there. Usually if it's double walled, they have to make the glass a little thinner for it not to be like a three and a half inches thick. It's, and it tends to get the keep, a little The keep
0: cup is about as thick a glass as the Pete's pirate life whiskey tumbler, not the base. The Uh, base is thick as fuck, but
1: yeah. Speaking of whiskey tumblers, shameless plug. Dropping Friday, BHs. The, uh, where's my damn? Oh, dude nailed the focus. Fucking how about it? Wait, where's the, uh, the leaf and barrel. Probably can't see it very well on here because it's hard to look at it without a colored background, but it's got the leaf and barrel logo embossed. Full bottom stamp. Custom hand-blown, designed by yours truly and the good folks at big, I was about to say big idea, but exclusives, Exclusive, get it right. <laughs> um, I, we designed this thing from the ground up to try to make it the perfect whiskey class. And those are dropping Friday along with the leaf and Barrel zip, Zippos. Okay, So those will be dropping Friday and early access to my Patreon folks on Thursday. So tomorrow sometime, probably. All
0: right. Before we go to comments and, and fielding questions, I, Roger. I want uh, a couple of answers from you about knives. Okay. Okay. Shoot. Grail knife. Shoot. I'm ready. What's your grail knife? What? If you had one knife out of all knives to choose, what would be your grail?
1: That's tough, man. Uh, Because a lot of the knives that I really like, I already have. Uh, Knives that are in my list of shit to still get, I do really want a Sabenza. Full large full size sabenza with like those ball oak inlays. I really really love that knife. So that may be it. I also really like the um, the fucking I pronounced it wrong. The one you got the grit the Norseman the one you just had out Norseman. God damn, my brain is not working. I do really like those knives and I think it's unique and it's cool. But honestly, probably a sabenza. I really I do want a a a sabenza after watching that video about all he. I, I dude, like I said, I'm not a crazy bougie knife guy. Like, I just like a good worker that I can use and not feel bad about it. And from everybody that's told me, sabenzas are kind of high-end, but they're also workers, yeah. right? They're meant to be a working
0: it knife. It feels so more than any to- other knife I have. Not the small sabenza. The inlays just kind of make it feel a little more dainty, which seems kind of t- counterintuitive because it makes it thicker. It just doesn't feel thicker, quite as right. as tooly as the uh, no inlay, the plain Jane small sabenza, but the the large sabenza.
1: But have you ever had a large sabenza with inlays? Mm-hmm.
0: But the the large plain Jane just the, feels like a a damn boss. And speaking of that, I do want an umnums on because those things are fucking tanks,
1: right? Um, but yeah, I mean, I know that's probably not the most bougie knife. There's probably much more expensive knives that people are like, oh, how can you not say this or that? But I. I just for the way I like to treat my knives and the way that I use my knives. And I'm not a big fan of having a knife that isn't going to be a worker. Um, I think a Sabenza because that Sabenza's is right at my kind of top price point for what I would probably ever buy a knife. I probably would never go up to that like eight, $900 price point for a knife. Just me personally.
0: We'll see but about that. I'm, I mean, I may we'll see about that. Yeah,
1: we'll see. I mean, who, I also said I'd never spend over, you know, hundred dollars on a watch. And then I spent three grand in like a week and a half on watches. So, I mean, you know, who fucking knows, but to answer the short answer is Sabenza
0: next. My next question? grail. I have, uh-huh. I have the production. I was
1: about to say, you don't have your grail bitch. Like no, 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 you've no, no, got no, like thousand dollar knives. No, 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 no,
0: I have a knife. I really like, I have the production version of my grail. The production version is the spider code Nirvana. Uh,
1: yeah, that is a dope-ass knife. BC, it's an lie.
0: integral, so it's all solid titanium. one-piece yeah. handle, all one-piece handle. A custom Nirvana from Peter Ascenti is Spindy. I think they start at, like, 12. Um, but okay. Goddamn. Then
1: you know what? That, that might be in my list. Look so I'm So my, my price that. might and have he's, just gone This up is just
0: one version of it. I mean, he he does... His customs are all different, Um, so they...
1: I do love a spidey hole, so that might actually that. take the spot of a sabenza. Is it as
0: hard use as a sabenza though? Oh yeah, I'd say so. Is it? Yeah, I mean, it, it, um, it, there, there's no way it, it can really develop blade play, play unless you fuck something up because it's it's one piece. There, it's not two scales; it's one piece.
1: I really wish, I really wish Chris Reeve would make a sabenza with a hole.
0: Yeah. Not going to happen.
1: I know there's places you can send them off to and get a hole put in it. I know Pete did that to one of his knives, but he also wasn't crazy happy with it after they put the hole in it. Cause I think he said he thought the heat of them drilling the hole kind of warped the blade a little bit, or I don't know. He was complaining a little bit about like the way the action on the knife was once he yeah. did all the mods to it and got it back, that it wasn't perfect. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I mean, I guess my grill knife would be a knife that doesn't exist, which would be a Sabenzo with a Spidey hole.
0: <laughs> I mean, you could make it happen and it wouldn't be too terribly expensive.
1: Yeah. So, so what's your, uh, what's your other question?
0: Uh, somebody had mentioned it, but you're not going to have much of an answer for it. I don't think it was an old question right. that I saw, but it was, if you could have three customs, what would it be? If money weren't yeah, an don't. issue?
1: If I mean, yeah, I don't have much of an answer for right. that. You're not, uh, you're not one really of those into no, I mean, I am, but I'm not like, I appreciate them and I get it. But like, I, again, man, I'm not, I'm a no safe queen kind of guy. Like I want a worker. And if I'm getting a custom knife that I dropped 1500 or two grand on, I'm going to feel real weird fucking getting into some nitty gritty shit with nah, that
0: knife. It's meant to be used that way.
1: I hear you, but it just, it just hurts my soul. Well, they just, for I'm like, me, Ooh.
0: three customs easy. I mean, obviously a custom Nirvana.
1: I, I may agree with you on that. So I'll say that's one in my list that if I now that you told me that and you showed me that, that would be one of the ones on my list.
0: A I would pay for a that. A custom slut.
1: Yeah, I'm not I mean yeah, it's cool, but like that's not anything that would be in my like, ooh list. Well, you know what I mean?
0: If you look at a custom hang on. Richard Rogers We'll say Slim Utility. It's probably a better I, I figured out. Probably one a better search result of, if you search Slim Utility than if you search SLUT. Um,
1: if, yeah, <laughs> research slut and have your screen shared. You're probably going to pull up some stuff we shouldn't be showing on a live stream. Yeah,
0: but I, I, he may do them in different sizes, but man, he's got so many different versions of it in his customs. Uh, and, I, I, and honestly, I just this thing out. is just, just about damn perfect as an EDC knife.
1: I just figured out a downfall drinking coffee on a live stream.
0: You're too awake. I've, you're woke. I've really got to piss. You're woke now. No,
1: I got to piss bad. I mean... <laughs> The piss factor is strong. I might have to fucking. Luckily, my bathroom's like right there. I might have to go drain the fucking weasel All right. real quick here. Well, wait
0: for the wait for the comments section first. Yeah,
1: because uh, then you can answer a couple and comments.
0: A third, uh, it'd probably either be a shamwari, so custom version of this, because he does a bigger version. So there's a slightly larger version of this knife that you can get as a custom. Not as a production. Uh-huh. He may do a production field grade, but I think that's like a semi custom. I don't remember. Um, but yeah, if it's not one of those, uh, Roosevelt, Oz Machine Company Roosevelt seems like a really good option.
1: Why am I drinking water? That's the dumbest thing I could do right now. What the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sitting here. I'm like, oh, let me take a little sip of water. I'm like, I got to pee really bad. Why the fuck am I drinking water? That's a bad All idea. Right. Last question.
0: Um, Before we go to comments, if you could only have one knife, what would it be? I'm going to guess and say PM2. I that earlier. Yeah, Yeah.
1: it would be, it would probably be a toss up between a PM two and a bug out. I'd probably lean PM two though, just for the ergonomics. I think the, even though I really love the bug out, it doesn't have great ergonomics. And to me, a PM two is almost a perfect knife. I mean, there's obviously some things, the tip's a little delicate right? It doesn't have the strongest tip on a knife. Um, I'd actually like to try one of those. Didn't they come out with a PM2 Tonto?
0: They look a little funky, but oh. yeah. Uh,
1: I might, because Tonto's usually have a stronger tip on them. Uh, I'd like to maybe try one of those out and see, but action, size, price point, steel, materials, all that, probably probably if I could only carry one, it'd probably be some version of a PM2.
0: My answer, okay. I, I answered now, that it could change in a video, in here, but and I said a large Sabinza Plain Jane. This is the 21. I don't care if it'd be a 31 or a 21. I'd be happy with it. But I think, and I've not owned one, so I don't know for sure. But I think if there were any other knife, it would probably still be a Chris Reeve. And it would probably be the Umnums on. Which, if you're not familiar, is just a yeah. beefier version. It's a different knife than the, the Sabenza, but...
1: That I've never had one, but based on what everybody says about the Sabenza, that very likely once I get one, that may change from this to that. I, I, I may, think it
0: would. Um, but if you, if you're not familiar with it
1: very well, man. If
0: you're not familiar with the um-nums on, That is what it looks like. I think
1: Chad has
0: one of those. I know he has a Sabenza.
1: He has. Well, I think no, he has the Encosi. He, he has. That's what he has, the Nkosi. Yeah. That's what he has. Um, which I actually like that knife too. It looks they good. They all look good, but um, the
0: the Umnumzon, I think if I had just one Chris Reeve knife, it would probably be the Umnum. But I've not owned one, but they they're just tanks. Uh, I mean, yeah. Umnumzon it, it means the boss. So
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and that's my thing. Is if I could only have one knife, I would want it to be able to A- last a really long time be be able to withstand multiple different types of tasks and hold up to it right i i, I want a worker i don't want some bullshit knife yeah which you know kind of is the whole point behind Sabenza. so so yeah that would be my answer either a pm2 and that or that might change to a Sabenza after
0: i, I, I think one, it would I have heard a lot i of, think it would the yeah. it, the ergos aren't as good on a Sabenza. they're not but
1: well and i prefer the 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 only reason I say it may and not for sure it would be is I do. That's a liner lock, or no, that's a frame lock, mm-hmm. right? A sabenza. I prefer the compression lock over a frame lock personally, but and I prefer a spidey hole over a stud because I like to spidey flick knives.
0: Well, on the Umnum it's got um, double lugs, so you can spidey flick it. You can get a double lug sabenza, but spidey flicking this right here kind of sucks. I mean, you can do it, but. It, it,
1: but it fucks your finger all up, so well, Sabinza, yeah. It'd be tough for Sabinza me to Sabinza say for sure. Thumb is
0: a thing though, for sure. Yeah, thumb is a thing f- for sure.
1: Um. All right. So you want to hit a few comments for a little bit? Yeah, I'll bit? hit
0: some comments, and you can go go take a piss. Okay. Sweet. I f-
1: almost forgot. But yeah, I do have to really pee. So you go go hit that. I'll make it quick.
0: All right, let's see. Don't
1: talk shit while
0: I'm gone. Oh, that's all we're going to do. He can't hear me, but that's all we're going to do. Jeremiah Daniels, Jeremy, thoughts on autos and favorite protex? Of course, I pick a comment or question for uh, Jeremy. I know Taylor's feelings, and sorry, Taylor. Me, personally, will be starting an operator collection if you want to sell. I no longer have any operator protex. uh, Getting the Strider operator soon. Um, I'm not sure what Jeremy's thoughts on on autos are, but I can come back to this question once he's back. I didn't realize it was... uh, Question for Jeremy. So let's see. Uh, I gave my pair of two away because I love my pair of three so much more. Yeah, the the pair military two is a is a big knife. The pair three, I think a lot of people like it more as an EDC knife because it's it's smaller for me. I don't know. I think I pre- I tend to prefer something slimmer than the pair two and pair three. They've got a really wide blade because of the spidey hole, and because of that, when it's closed. It takes up a lot of pocket space compared to something where you're going to get similar cutting edge out of it uh, and it just doesn't take up nearly as much pocket space. It's just much more slimmer uh, or slimmer. It's more low profile in the pocket. So I, I tend to uh, stick to narrower knives over the paramilitary two or pair of three. Uh, David Robertson asks, what's the opinion on the Gerber 06 Auto for you guys? And if Jeremy smokes a cigar, I'll get on live stream and smoke it with him. (laughs) Uh, Gerber 06 Auto, I've got one. It is a beast of a knife. And I think as far as autos go, that thing is slow. I've got several autos that they just make the the Gerber 06 Auto seem like it's in slow motion. I think it's
1: about three pounds lighter, son. (laughs)
0: Uh, I think it's made well, but it's... (laughs) It's definitely not my favorite knife. It's a beast of a knife. And for me personally, too big for an EDC knife. It's chunky. Very, very chunky. Uh, there was a question. I, the first question I clicked on when you left was for you. So I'm going to uh-huh. come back to it. Uh, he said, Jeremy, thoughts on autos and favorite Protec you'd get?
1: Uh, thoughts on autos? I think everybody should have one. I think in general, they're not the most useful knives. Um, just because the nature you can get gunk down in there and then there can be issues with it working correctly. And also it's kind of like a lot of States, they're not legal. And if you're out and you fucking do that, everybody loses their shit. So you get a lot of snowflake issues with carrying an auto. However, I love it. And it's the fidget factor and the cool factor is next level, especially on out the fronts. I know you're talking about autos in general, not just OTFs, but um, my favorite is this, just the, 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 Oh, pro tech, ultra tech, I think is like kind of the, that is not a pro uh, or not, or not. Yeah. Or not a pro micro tech, uh, <laughs> micro tech, ultra tech. I got, I got, I got the ultra tech, right. And I fucked up the, the, the name. Um, I will say though, even though this is kind of the benchmark in which most OTFs are kind of made, I think I I've heard some really great things from somebody that's fairly reliable. He, he knows a little bit about knives. He, he, he's kind of a know-it-all bitch, but he, he knows quite a bit. I think his, he does his channel, Best EDC, His name Taylor Martin. Um, but he swears by the Guardian Tacticals because of the ceramic ball bearing on the uh, action is supposed to be just next level smooth. I've not tried one of those, so it'd be hard for me to, to gauge that. But thus far, of all the OTFs I've used, my favorite is the Microtech Ultratech, And I love them. Jeremiah, um,
0: I know you did not ask my Opinion, um, but the best,
1: I'm not a big fan real quick, Taylor, before you answer, I'm not a huge fan of non OTF automatics.
0: Well, I'm going to say
1: they're okay. They're, there are some that I love, but in general, I would rather have a manual knife over.
0: Yeah, uh, I agree. They're a pain to close with one hand. Some of them are, uh, but it's funny because the ProTech I would buy is not an auto. It's a flipper, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Right. I mean, that's a, fa- I'd love that one. I mean, look at that. I mean, it's, that would probably be the ProTec I would buy too. This by is the, way. the
0: best ProTec ProTec has made. I mean, it, it, it's in their best auto. Is that the Malibu? Yeah. And, and my favorite auto from Protec is their slowest opening knife. And, uh, it's just a, a weird, different little thing. This is the Arcform Slimfoot auto. And it's, you said they're hard to close one handed. Look, not this one. Some very easy to close one handed.
1: Yeah. I mean, some, some, you can, some, you can definitely one hand, but just in general, autos are a little harder to, I mean, I have a couple autos. Uh, they're, they're more inexpensive autos. Like I have one of those, um, what's that one that I told you about? I turned you on to it and you're like, Oh, that is for the money. That's a fucking ridiculous auto. I don't know. It's a,
0: it's
1: the, it's not the Kalashnikov. Oh, it's the
0: strike. Booker strike. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, due for the price, that's a fucking ridiculous All auto. Right. And since
0: um, uh, the last guy just, asked about the Gerber 06 Auto, this is the 06 Auto. And just for comparison's sake, here is what I would consider a fairly big EDC knife, something that's chunky. This is the 06 Auto. I mean, this thing is a, a beast. in the, the, it's, wow. it's like. That thing is big. It, it's a.
1: Because this is a chunky ass yeah, knife.
0: This thing is like <laughs> half a pound. And it doesn't open fast. I mean I I can flip yeah, I mean, open a knife like a manual flipper faster than this thing. Uh like this. Like
1: most people have seen a PM too. Like,
0: like look at this. Let's push the button on the Gerber and flip open. I gotta stagger them, but look. <laughs>
1: Like I'm a, I was about to say, I'm gonna laugh if somehow you cut neck. the fuck out of yeah, your yeah, hand. Yeah. I think.
0: Uh, <laughs> now the because one
1: thing I'm gonna make sure you're all right, but then I'm gonna laugh. The one
0: thing I do like about uh, what Gerber does with the O6 is it has this secondary safety, so you can't deploy the knife. The button just doesn't work unless you turn off the safety. It says red.
1: See, I'm gonna disagree with that. I fucking hate a safety on an automatic knife. I can't stand. Well. It always gets flipped in your pocket, and then you go to deploy it, and you're like, tink, oh, it's fucking locked. And then you got to unlock it. I hate it. I I go the old nut and fancy route, and I glue them bitches open.
0: (laughs) But if you have a button this big, that is a huge deployment button. A button that big, and it's easy to push, whereas this one is recessed. Uh, This one, you don't ever have to worry about opening in your pocket. This thing definitely would have to worry about it. So, yeah, 06 Auto, (laughs) not my favorite.
1: Jonah says, Jeremy, do people ever make fun of your ponytail beard? Uh, occasionally, but I chalk it up to usually people that make fun of it people that can't grow a beard.
0: Can I, can I I? feel like anybody who makes fun of Can I rant for a second?
1: Yeah, man. Shoot. Rant. We're, that, that's what this we're is all about. We were sitting
0: at dinner last night, and I don't know how it came up, but Alex was like, you look kind of like a, like a sloppy, unkempt just mess, Taylor. And I'm just like, that's <laughs> wow! Harsh. Thank you. And she was like, "I was just watching the podcast last week, and and Jeremy looked nice and groomed and just put together, and then you look like a mess." And I'm just like, "Dude,
1: let me just say thank you." Wow! I, nobody has ever said that that I look polished and well put together. So thank you very much. I greatly appreciate your your kind and generous. Words. Where where that comes from
0: is <laughs> she does not like my beard at all. She here's the thing though. Let me let me say this, and let
1: me tell Alex this right. I don't know if she's on here tonight. Usually she's in the comments and She's I probably it, so asleep she right now. She's had a long week. She might be asleep or busy with the baby.
0: Oh, baby's long asleep. My guy all
1: beard, most beards, unless you're one of those lucky people that has like an extremely crazy straight beard, which is pretty rare. Most people's beards are pretty coarse and curly. They're going to look rough as fuck for like the first year you grow them out, man. Cause it just, it's bushy and there's not much you can do with it. And it's hard to maintain. That's why I keep my beard the length that I do because my wife hated my beard for like the first year and a half I grew it out. She fucking hated it. Now she loves it because once it gets long enough and people can fuck with my ponytail all they want, but it keeps everything together and out of my way and neat so it's not just like out here. So anybody who makes fun of the ponytail beard is somebody who has never grown a long beard. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about to answer your question. So I really chalk that up to them either just being a smooth-faced bitch or not just. In I general, think it's technically a like a enough. down
0: like a like a upside down man bun. Downward dog man well, no, bun. There we bun. go. It's
1: a downward, it's a yoga man bun. No, it, it would have to be a bun, though. It's not, it's just like a little ponytail. Yeah. Whatever just, you want to call it, loose... it's a
0: downward dog man bun.
1: I get these little tiny fucking all black rubber hair tie things that are small. I don't even like double loop it. I just put, just put it in there straight and it just keeps it just enough to keep it together to where it doesn't flap around everywhere. And
0: I told her that I told her like, if I want to grow my beard out, I just have to go through this phase of it looking like trash. And that's just, it's true. That's you just do. how it is.
1: But it's just like when you grow your hair out of right, your head, and I'm
0: doing that. And it, I'm at this point where it's just, it's, it looks nasty and nappy and I can't do anything with it. But I'm, I'm, I just, I'm at that phase where it's going to look like this for, you know, the next four months. So I just put on a hat every morning and that's that. So
1: (laughs) somebody, Brandon just made a a good comment. He said, tell the Vikings that tie their beard. Isn't manly. Yeah. Vikings used to do all kinds of braids and ties and those bitches were savages. So anybody who says anything about it, go fuck yourself.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I like this from Justin uh, upside down troll doll.
1: I I like, I like uh, when it looks like an upside down troll doll is when I don't do it because then it like my beard does kind of come to a point. <laughs> so if I don't put it in a tie, it is a dead like troll point, like <laughs>
0: upside down. Uh, I like the downward dog man bun because it, it's the most anti Jeremy thing ever. And I, that's what I'm always going to refer to it as. No.
1: When I had my beard shorter, I used to put it in a knot sometimes um, and people used to fuck with me about it. They'd say it looked like a nut sack hanging there or a fucking balls. Or all what kinds that of thing stuff. from a yeah, I Men and used in black to,
0: movie. chinna balls.
1: Oh yeah, it was uh, uh no Balchinian. There we go, <laughs> Balchinian. That's what it was. Um, Hunter um,
0: Jolly, do you ever think about covering tech again? Fuck no. I was about to say I do not. I can
1: answer that. I've heard Taylor rant about this.
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. I burned the sh- myself out so bad on tech, and uh, man, I just I can't get into it anymore. Uh, stuff like this, a 3D printer, I can get into, yeah. but I'm not going to cover it. I'll use it. But I when it, when it comes to, like, critiquing shit, I, I don't even like critiquing knives. I just like them. I like all of them, and it's uh, one to a certain point, they're all great after, you know, a certain amount. But at the same time, you know, if there's something bad with it, I, I would tell you. I would be like, hey, this thing sucks for this reason. But, man, just reviewing shit for so long, got so old because I could never en- just enjoy something. I, it was just a miserable existence and
1: not just that, but something me and you have talked about. And it's the reason I don't cover tech near as much on my channel. I still do it occasionally and I still plan on doing it occasionally, but I don't do it near as much as I used to. And I kind of got away. I used to do a lot more tech on my channel is that it gets a little repetitive because
0: everything is iterative iterative. Iterative,
1: right? It, and it, and I mean, seriously iterative. Like, I don't mean like a lot of people say, well, yeah, knives are too. It's just a little different there or there. But I mean, fuck, dude, tech is so much like the same thing. But now it has a 30 megapixel sensor instead of 28. Yeah. It's like, oh, uh, it's just, it's so fucking not exciting. It's just not, it's just not exciting. I don't know. I don't know how else to say it. It's just, eventually I think we'll get to another point where we'll start making some big leaps and bounds in tech and maybe it'll be a little more interesting, but I feel like we've been in this kind of fucking pigeonhole lately where we kind of hit a certain point with technology and now everything's been very incremental and it's just kind of like, ugh, just kind of nothing's for me to make a video. I have to get like stoked about it. And there has been very few tech products that have come out lately that I've been truly pumped about. I agree. If I'm not pumped about it, I'm not going to fucking talk about it. I'm just not. So, and you know, that's actually a good point I wanted to touch on is people, and it's something that would be interesting to hear your take on it. Uh, and it's a little different, but people ask like with sponsored videos and stuff, like how does that work? And does that influence your decision and so forth and so on? And what I say to that is no, it doesn't influence my decision because I test the product and I make sure I like it before I even agree to a sponsorship on a video. I won't. I don't care what the price I've turned down many a sponsors because they were, it was a product or a service that I didn't, I, I didn't no, like. And the I was only behind. one, I just say the, the no. only one
0: I think I've ever just agreed to flat out was trade, trade coffee. So I was just like, well, sure. But that's it, my point. Coffee. <laughs> like
1: what's the well, right. like, But I mean, that's yeah. my point is if you see a sponsor on my video, it's not, I didn't do it because they came to me with money and it made me go, Oh, well I want the payday it was a company that came to me that I was about the company and then they offered money. So obviously I'm going to take it because, of, but if I don't support the company or yeah, the products, okay. I'm just not going to do the video. You guys all.
0: have no idea how many sponsors I've turned down. Dude, I had one that came to <sighs> Dude, me last turned, month. Great rate, great everything. And they're like, we want you to shave on camera. And I'm like,
2: Nope. Mm, nope.
0: <laughs> 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 nope. Nope. So. Nope. Yeah, I mean, I turn stuff down just because it doesn't make sense. I turn stuff down because I don't like the companies. I turn stuff down more often than I say yes. I'd say that. I'd I'd probably turn down two or three companies to every one I say yes to. Or more.
1: There was one comment that I saw that I wanted to go back to, and now I can't remember where it is. Oh, well.
0: Uh, Somebody asked asked me about Ferrum Forge Knives. I don't know where it was. Uh, Here's one. Have you heard anything about the F 5.5 release date? I haven't. Um, If you aren't familiar, I did a video on the um, Vox F 5.5 that he's doing with urban EDC supply. They were supposed to ship in the fall and that's all I really know. So no update from them yet.
1: Oh, here's an interesting question. And I think this is kind of along the kind of spectrum of what we've talked about. Michael Gonzalez says uh, the most you should spend on whiskey. And expensive bottles really worth the price. He's saying an episode on it, and that is definitely something we could do a whole episode yep. on. And honestly, it very much mimics the same content or the same um, kind of theme that we did tonight, In the fact that I think a lot of the same points still apply, <laughs> right? Like law of diminishing returns and overhyped shit that's really not that much better, like and Pappy. you know, stuff like that the hugest example I've yeah. ever seen, man, how much that shit is. And Spoiler it's just, alert. But there are some, there are some really good bottles out there. Um, it's the same thing though. I mean, like I said, maybe we will do a whole episodes. So I won't get too deep into it, but I mean, it really is a very similar thing in that there are some expensive bottles out there that are truly, if it's within your wheelhouse and something you can, you know, you got the budget for it and you're a collector
0: it's worth the splurge, right? Did but you say something about it's a serious law? You should dimension. just drink truly. I heard you say truly, and
1: I for sure did not. I'm say I'm pretty
0: sure you said the word truly, um, and that's all I got out of all you said.
1: I might have. I said are truly worth the money. Here it maybe. is again. Did, you know, truly, truly, like
2: <laughs>
1: good point. <laughs> There's going to be some editing in there to make it sound like I said truly. Um, but yeah, like you know, uh, the folks at, uh, folks at Scotch Malt Whiskey sent me that like $700 bottle of Scotch it is one of the best bottles of scotch I've ever had. I had to pay like 300 bucks for that fucking bottle of Octomore. It's one of the best Islas I've ever had. Like, but it is marginally better for way more. Right. So it has to be something that, you know, you're passionate about and you're willing to spend that way more money for an incremental difference. So it's, it's very similar to the knife subject we covered, but maybe we'll do a whole episode on that. It'd be fun.
0: Yeah. Uh, somebody asked what printer, where was that? Uh, Adam Newlight says, "What printer do you have?
1: I use a Canon. Canon, like uh, inkjet. <laughs>
0: yeah, I got the flash forge <laughs> Adventure Three Light because normally,
1: why does that sound like a knife? flash forge? That sounds like a. Isn't there a knife called like a Ferrum Forge yeah, that's or something what we were talking
0: about earlier? Uh, what yeah, are you talking about anyway. Uh, they're normally about three seventy. They've dropped in price recently, but I got one used." For like 260 bucks, like eh, I was like, okay, I, gotta, I, I need a 3D printer, 260 for this is a, is a really good price, so yeah, it's about $100 off what it normally is, see how it does, uh, I think it's going to be good, this, this print, I'm actually kind of impressed with how strong this is, I've never really 3D printed stuff, I've had 3D printed stuff sent to me for prototypes and, and other things, but this thing is, is very, very strong.
1: Uh, Joe with a uh, big idea or with exclusive. I don't know if it was him. He 3d printed when I was doing these ashtrays when we were prototyping different designs of these ashtrays, he 3d printed one. And now that I'm thinking back, I was just talking about how the lines are in anything. The thing he sent me had no lines, so they must have a higher end yeah. 3d printer that doesn't print. Cause that thing was smooth as it's butter, like, man. It's like it your, was, uh,
0: <laughs> your resolution. I don't know what they call it in 3d printing, but you can choose how fine right. it is. But I think, It also matters what material you use. Also, Joe sent me a prototype for my flashlight, and I couldn't tell you where it is.
1: It looked awesome. Oh, somebody asked me what Octomore. It's Octomore 10-year, not Octomore 10.1. They actually have one called 10-year. It's a 10-year-old
0: That's a good question because I I don't know where Jeremy lands on this. What is your dream car? No price limit. So assume money is not an issue. And you don't have to worry about all those services and how expensive oil changes or wheels and tires are. What is your uh, dream? Man, car? that's
1: that's that's a super hard question for me because there's a couple. It'd be really hard for me to pick it down to one, right? Um, Not for me because I really, I really want an old like '67 Impala or uh, Chevelle or you know some like old like sixties muscle car. Like I love that era of car. I also really love like the old mercury lead sleds. Um, Chad has one of those and dude that I think I forgot what year those are from, but they're, they're called a mercury lead sled, very classic old car. So there's a big part of me that loves the old car kind of muscle car or sometimes even older or like a really old Ford pickup, like forties or fifties, fifties Ford pickup. So there's a big part of me that would love to have one of those. Um, but then I'd also really love to have like a, a tricked out, like fully decked out new truck of some nature, rather that be like one of the ones Taylor just got, or like one of the ones Pete has the, um, the Ford Raptor. Um, I'm not a big sports car guy, like, like Lamborghinis and Bugattis and all that shit. Like I, they're cool, but like, I'm not a big into that kind of shit. I would rather have like an old muscle car. Or uh, a big old truck of some nature that's just my
0: answer. I would love what about, what about I'd you, love to have boy? just a just maxed out raptor. I think that would be pretty see, pretty sweet, but honestly, right. if we're talking raptor, I'd rather have a velociraptor, which is what Hennessy does to the, the the Raptor. They just make it a fucking bonkers truck, like stupid. Um, uh-huh. I think it's like a 16 or twenty thousand dollar kit on top of. Your, your normal Raptor. So it makes it about a hundred thousand dollar truck. Um, right. Post Malone has a six by six Velociraptor. Have you seen that thing?
1: Oh dude, wait, you know what else would be really cool if money was no issue. What were those fucking Fords that came out with that were like, I think Ashton Kushner, Kushner, Kushner. I think he had one and it was like, it was like an F four fifty or F five. Dude, it looked like a fucking dump truck. Dude, on the
0: front. Uh, I was going down the road the other day, and you want to know what I saw? An F six fifty triple cab. Maybe
1: that's what it was, it, dude. It's a big fucking truck, and it looks dope as shit. It had stacks like a semi truck. <laughs> I mean, dude, it was awesome. It had big ass tires on it. It looked
0: dope as. Dude, fuck. I'm rolling down the road through uh pretty much downtown Raleigh. It, this, this fucking thing passes us. That's it, dude. Yeah, F I think F F- that's 650 it. 650 triple cab.
1: Yeah, dude. You I think he had one of those. Dude, I think that's my, what it was. Cause it kind of looked like, see on the front, it kind of looks like a dump truck yeah, or something. Like my
0: truck is big. But it, had, it had stacks. Yeah. 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 Uh, my truck is big in general. I mean, most people who see it are like, this is a big truck. Dude, that thing is sits like uh, probably a foot and a half higher than my truck. <laughs> it's so fucking tall.
1: Yeah, like, dude. I mean, imagine that big beast of a bitch with stacks in it, just on the back. Just, I mean, dude, talk about a mobile. I would have house. to get my
0: leg up like mid chest to get it on that that the, the fucking step.
1: <laughs> Here's the thing: that thing's awesome, but you know, anytime you pulled up, people would think you're compensating oh, yeah, for sure.
0: with a car that big. Uh, well, anyway,
1: you're for sure gonna get. Have you seen? You're sure gonna get. Have you seen Post
0: Malone's Velociraptor though? This one isn't now, Post Malone's Velociraptor. His is white, but this right here.
1: What is a Velociraptor?
0: So they take a Raptor, they what cut the, the f- back end off of yeah. it, and they, they make this. This whole thing is fabricated. They make a six-by-six six Raptor.
1: I just don't know if I like that, dude. It's That's kind of crazy ridiculous. looking.
0: ridiculous. Like, All right, but let's, let's get back to the question. Bit. What would I get if money were not an issue? Right, 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 right. Ferrari F12 Berlinetta. This car is just yeah, dude, it's
1: super dope. I mean, I'm not going to debate that at all. That's a fucking
0: the acoustics of out of this car are just amazing. It sounds like a a Formula One car. It just sounds like it. And, sure. and people are over here talking about Cognac and and I'm sure uh. all these other crazy supercars. I don't want any of that stuff. I want a Berlinetta because this is classy. It's badass. I love the F12. I love the F12. Always have.
1: I agree. I mean, it's dope. I I, I completely agree with everything you're saying. There's nothing bad I can say about those cars. And that's why I said I get it. I'm just not a big supercar kind of guy, right? Like, I would much rather have an old muscle car that just sounds like it's about to stall all the time. Cause it's got like an, over, <laughs> uh, you know, like an overhead or what are those things called? The, um, uh, high lift cam. Yeah, dude. And they just sit there. And... I dude, I just, there's something about old cars from like the sixties and, 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 older that they just got soul, man. They've got soul that cars today don't see, have. I don't know see, what
0: it is. The thing is there's a car that's very similar to that Berlinetta. It's a very different car, but as far as appearances go, it's similar, and, and I could go for it, and it's much more attainable. Uh, I'm not saying I could buy one now, but the the Jaguar F-Type Coupe, I love these two. I absolutely love them. Yeah, dude, yeah. I have a specific type of Jagu-Ju-Ju. car that I really like. I love Coupes, and that right there. I'm not a big car. I know you're not. See, you want to know what one of my all-time favorite cars is? All-time favorite cars is a Lotus Exige. Uh
1: Volkswagen Beetle,
0: Lotus Exige or an Elise, and dude, I think one of the things, one of the goals I have with my channel, I'm, I'm obviously I've been talking about getting the shop and building things. One of the things I want to do is is get a Lotus and and just have fun with it. If if I can ever grow the channel to that that size, I want a Lotus. I mean, they're not even in production anymore. The Exige and the Elise are not in production, so I don't know if that means the value is going up or down, but. I want a Lotus. They're like bare bones. There's no radio. There's no air conditioning. They're just fucking... They have a Camry engine, and they're super... They're super lightweight, and just... Here, have you ever seen one?
1: Here, zoom in on this. I keep seeing people several times have asked to show the Zippo again. Now, this one's a little scratched up because I've been holding it. I've been wearing it in my pocket. So, obviously, the one you get won't have scratches (laughs) because I wear this in my pocket with like the same pocket my knife's in so it rubs. I don't care about getting scratches on stuff because I have zippos that are old and all the scratches eventually turn into like the the finish. They all blend together. Like this. Um but um right they eventually get like that where it's like dull and they all look the same. But you know they will scratch up when you first get them because they're high polished. But yeah, it is uh just got the leaf and barrel logo on it. It's all what? brass. Yes, it is a solid brass. And these are the armored Zippos. So they're actually, I forgot what so many times thicker than the standard Zippos. So they should hold up a little better. And uh, they come with the dual jet for you guys that are cigar smokers. And all Zippos come with, um, come with the, um, I don't have it over here. All Zippos come with the um, standard Zippo insert. So it'll come with a standard Zippo insert and the um, the, the dual jet for guys that don't want to light their cigars with um, Zippo fluid, brain, brain <laughs> fart. Um, how much? They're going to be 75 bucks, I think, which really... Honestly, I was looking because we were trying to figure out the price point and how much they cost us, and to get the custom work and then the custom packaging we do and stuff. And I looked on Zippo's website and I was like, "Man, we're doing pretty good." Because Zippo had an ugly ass lighter that was brass that they had put some ugly ass engraving on that did not look good, and they were charging seventy for that with just one insert. It was just a standard insert and it was ugly as shit, and it was seventy bucks. And I was like. Damn, we did pretty good because we're given a a second insert, which is like a $15 value for just barely over that. Um, So yeah, these are going to be 75 and I think the glasses are 100, which I know that's a lot for a whiskey glass, but these are all individually made by a dude. Um, I've actually got some video that I'm putting together on... um, how this guy makes this, this, these are all handmade. There's, we're only going to, I'm not going to tell you the amount cause I don't want it to weird people out with the stuff, but there's not a ton of them going to drop. They are going to be a readily available thing though, right? The Zippo and the glass are neither one going to be limited drop. Once they're gone, they're gone forever. Um, they will if they sell out, they might not be restocked right away. Cause it takes a while for us to get these made from Zippo. And it definitely takes a while to get these made. Cause like I said, it takes this guy like 30 minutes to make each one of these. He, um, hand blows them and shapes them. I've got, like I said, I got some video of him doing it. That I'm going to post so you guys can see it's a really cool process, but, um, it takes him 30 minutes a piece on these, uh, a dude in Tennessee, uh, hand makes these. So, um, when, when, and if they sell out, we will restock them. It's not going to be a one and done kind of thing. Um, but they could potentially be out of stock for you know a few weeks to a month before we have a chance to restock. But yeah, I think they're going to be about a hundred bucks a
0: piece. Slick says, "Dude, Jeremy, your whiskey collection behind you is dope as fuck." Well, Slick, I have some bad Thanks. news. It's actually a bunch Thanks, of empty buddy. bottles that he he found in a in a dumpster.
1: <laughs> no, you're and totally he filled wrong. Filled
0: them with sweet tea.
1: You're wrong this is a green screen. You're wrong on both accounts. This isn't even my room. This is all a green screen. His actual whiskey collection is more
0: sad than my little cart here. That's,
1: it, you know,
0: it's uh, yeah. all tea behind. No, I
1: appreciate it, man. What's, what's funny is you can't even see all of the whiskey collection. Cause there's two more rows above this and one, and then an right? overflow in the
0: closet, point? right?
1: Yeah. There's two more rows above this one. And then, yeah, there's a huge overflow in the closet of, um, <laughs> I can't fit everything here. <laughs> I, yeah. yeah. I love I, it. I would take my camera off, but there's all kinds of wires going into it. No, it, definitely. There's two more rows above what you can see. And then there's probably 30 or 40 bottles Ooh, in my I closet even,
0: that are back. I didn't even of, think about that. It could be truly with food color. Truly. It, yeah,
1: it is. It's colored. Truly. Actually, what it is is I watched Peter's video and colored uh, watered down coffee actually mimics the color of whiskey. Exactly. That's all whiskey. Actually, it's funny. Me and Dan were talking about that the other day. A lot of times people see this and they're like, man, I don't see these bottles go down very fast. And I'm like, dude, I've got like 75 or 80 bottles of whiskey. Like I usually drink a poor, you know, a couple ounces of whiskey a night when I sit down. But when you've got 75 or 80 bottles and you're varying which bottles you drink, it takes a long time to go through that many. And then plus I'm always getting new bottles. So I drink out of those. So you, you, you rarely ever run out of a bottle.
0: can't say the same thing. I am running out of them faster than I'm buying them. So
1: that happens in the beginning. Once you start to build your collection up a little bit, you'll find that you'll start. The problem problem is that I
0: drink at home most nights and most of my bottles are here. So I keep going through the ones that are at home fast. And then these, Mm -hmm. these only get touched once a week really, or sometimes I'll have one when I'm sitting in here, but. Oh, speaking of uh, what you we are talking about,
1: <laughs> Brandon says, use those bottles and pee. And I'm like, Howard Hughes. Yeah, dude, what the fuck happened to that guy? He went totally mental at the end there, right? I don't know. Oh, that's yeah, a Lotus, yeah, yeah. isn't it?
0: Look at that. It, that's nice. I like it. They look like a, they look a little like a yeah. tennis shoe though. Look, there's nothing inside They're Bare <laughs> bones. It's just fun. Uh, but. Used and. 13 years old with, yes. I don't know how many miles. Oh, that one's only got six, 6,900 miles.
1: Patina, 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 patina,
0: patina, patina.
1: patina, patina, patina. patina. Oh, oh, he's got the last, I love that patina. one on the patina. And you say it with like authority. You're like patina.
0: Yeah, yeah it's well intentioned.
1: Uh, um, somebody said which, uh, for both of you, which whiskey to start a collection. That depends, man. It depends on if you're a bourbon guy or a scotch guy. I don't think anybody um, just
0: getting into whiskey starts with Scotch unless you're hardcore. You no. did, didn't you? No, 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 no. I drink I drink no. bourbon a lot. I mean, one of my first I would say nicer bottles was, was Eagle Rare. Not yeah. nice, but I would metamine.
1: say for bourbon. I would say for bourbon, my, my famous go to that I recommend for everybody, would for Double Oaked. It's a fairly affordable bottle. It's super available pretty much everywhere. It is a really tasty, tasty bottle. For scotch, depending on if you're into smoky stuff, if you're into smoky stuff, I'd say Ardbeg 10. If you're not into smoky stuff, I would probably say like a Dalmore 12 or maybe a Balvini Caribbean cask because those are both pretty friendly, approachable scotches that aren't pretty readily available and not going to, they're not crazy. For the Ardbeg though, you got to like peat and smoke. If you don't, I'd go more with the Balvini Caribbean cast or something a little
0: friendlier. Uh, I'm gonna go in a slightly different direction, and you made me this way.
1: Okay, <laughs> you, I learned it from you, Dad.
0: Old Forster, man. I, I like the double oaked. I really do, but I, I
1: I can't disagree with the old Forster pick, man. I would pick 1920 well, over that, but that's because you've never had. I've 1920.
0: had 1920. I haven't had 1910, but.
1: Oh, I thought that was the one you couldn't find in your area. Yeah. Oh, that's right. The, the is thing
0: like is, the 10 Statesman 10. is like forty bucks, and the nineteen twenty is like sixty.
1: Yeah, that would probably be my other pick, though. Honestly, over uh, other than Woodford, I would probably say Old Forester nineteen twenty because I love yeah, that. But shit. If,
0: if you're trying to stay in that like forty dollar range for your first bottle or or getting started, Statesman is really good. But I, I do prefer nineteen twenty. I feel like a broken record because. It is. It's just for the price. It's my favorite whiskey. Dude,
1: it's it's delicious. You can't, you can't complain about
0: a delicious bottle. I mean, my favorite bourbon, my favorite whiskey for the price is probably (laughs) Artbeck.
1: When's the new content, Jeremy? Sorry, Tim. Um, Timothy. I don't know if you go by Tim or Timothy, but um, yeah, I've been a little slow on the content. I got a real busy month. We've had a lot of like product drops. We've been trying to line up and then. I've talked about before my dad's been having health issues and my parents are trying to move. So I'm trying to help them sell their, their house, I'm not trying to help them sell it, but help them do some little touch up stuff to get the house sold and stuff. So I've just had a lot of over the last couple of months, man, my personal life has really been getting in the way of me pumping out content the way I prefer to do it. Um, but there should be some content coming out real soon. I've got like three or four videos I need to have out before the end of the month. So there should be some stuff coming.
0: Yeah. Soon. I mean, dude, behind the scenes stuff has been wrecking me too. Like I, I I've got to find a new place to work. Like, uh, I mean, I'm month to month here. I can stay here as long as I need really. But, uh, the, all the stuff I want to do with my channel, I need more space and I need not carpets. And, you know, I, and, and, it, and it's been really tough to find a space that really fits my needs. So
1: the behind the scenes stuff, like all these drops, like I've got the whiskey glasses dropping this month. I've got the Zippo's dropping this month. I've got the ashtrays dropping later this month. I've got uh, another small drop of the man cards dropping later this month. I've got a copper version of the man cards dropping at some point, hopefully this month. There's a lot of behind the scenes shit that's been going on that I've been trying to get all this stuff done for everybody for Christmas. So if they wanted to buy anything for Christmas or buy themselves something nice for Christmas or buy somebody a Christmas gift, that all this stuff would be available. So we've been busting balls trying to get all this stuff done and it takes up Wait a lot. I'm going to be right
2: back.
1: Word. But yeah, my content has been a little slacky lately. I, I normally like to put stuff out at least once a week per channel. And I have not been meeting that normal requirement I put on myself. Um, but hopefully it'll be back soon. Um. Oh, shit. Copper. Yeah. Uh, copper version Damn. is coming. We're going to do a small drop of... Small drop of copper ones and then after that the man cards are not one of the always in stock things. That's not something we're always going to keep. Those are a limited run so we did the brass ones. We're going to do a very small drop of the copper ones and then those will be done. We won't do any more of those. Um, not that we won't do more man cards. We're not going to do any more of those. We'll come out with a V2 which will have a different I, design. I was trying to that. do
0: the most boozy shit ever which was get my man card and put it in my titanium wallet and just have that in there and uh it it is it like fit. a millimeter too wide
1: ah uh, cuz they they fashioned it after a license so it should be cuz i wanted it to be even though it's kind of thick and cumbersome and most people probably would not carry it in their wallet the whole premise behind it was to be about the same size as a license or a credit card so that if you wanted to you could, you carry,
0: could carry it in carry. a leather wallet but this it is just just that it's just a little tight. Too wide.
1: Uh, somebody said that I'd love to have my, uh, for me to have the lady back on. Yeah, um, she's fun to have in videos, man. I enjoy it. She's probably going to be in more videos going forward. It was a good time. Glad you guys
0: liked it. Ooh, yeah, that's a really good question. Uh, going to add a truly opener to the new cards. You better.
1: Yeah, that's for yeah. sure. I that mean, is it is a sure. man card after all. Version 2. Version 2 has to have a truly opener and a cuticle pusher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think those are two things that you have to have on a man car.
0: Uh, Dustin asks, which tail of knives holster do you carry? I currently have this on my hip. This is the Trio Clip, or Clip Trio. So it holds a roughly one inch diameter light, a medium sized knife. So it's meant for something like a small sabinza. That's what this is meant for you can see that fits perfectly and then a pin but that just clips
1: you know i haven't been carrying i used to i used to rock the uh hitch and timber stuff a lot and nothing against hitch and timber i still love it it's freaking fantastic stuff i just summer got here and then i I haven't been going out as much because of the whole you know virus and the corona and all the stuff so I, i tend to be at home more And I just don't see the need to carry quite as much on me when I'm at my house. Right. So lately, like my carry has been like legit, like a pocket knife, (laughs) like in my wallet, you know, like that, that's what I carry on me most days lately. That's why I haven't done an EDC update because my EDC has been like a pocket knife. When I'm going out more often, I have more stuff I carry because I'm out and about, but when you're at your house and everything's kind of at reach, you don't really need to carry all that shit in your pockets. This isn't in my
0: pockets. It's on my belt.
1: No, you Just, know what I'm saying, though. But you go to your office yeah. every day, though. I work from home, so I mean, I don't fucking yeah. leave.
0: Right. Yeah. And uh, speaking of offices, anybody in the Concord area knows of a space that is not stupid expensive and will work for me. Let me know, because uh, I've yet to find anything.
1: <laughs> right. Somebody said, am I missed why Jeremy's drinking water?" I'm on an antibiotic for a sinus. He's thing on a going body on cleanse thing. right now,
0: and I, he can't.
1: I'm. I'm. I'm on a flush. Um, no, I'm on an antibiotic and I've heard many, and I don't know if my particular antibiotic it reacts to alcohol, but I have heard that it decreases the efficacy of a lot of antibiotics. So I've, I'm taking a couple dry days until I get through this round of antibiotics before I go back, which really sucks. Cause right when I started an antibiotic is when I got that fucking octamore in and I was like, no. So I had like a little pull of it when I first got it. Cause I had to taste it. And then I was like, okay, I can't drink anymore. i him off this antibiotic. Cause I don't want to fuck it up and end up with a damn sinus infection. Cause the last thing you want is like a bad cold or sinus infection right now because you go in public and you're sneezing and coughing and acting foolish. Everybody's like, Oh God, he's got the Rona. So, um, I'm trying to make sure that, uh, that gets gone. Oh, uh, let's see cinnamon lin- coffee.
0: Rossi- uh, I don't know. I would, pref- I would prefer hmm. to not drink
1: <laughs> sounds. I sounds weak. I know, but seriously strong. I think it can, I don't know, man. Cause I don't drink any flavored coffees. Uh, that would be tough. Cinnamon's a pretty strong spice. So, uh, that can really overpower a lot. So that would be potentially a hard thing to, pair something up with. So I, I don't know what my answer would be to that. Um, Sorry. I wish I could answer that better, but I, Jeremiah I says, know.
0: build yourself a studio at your place or near it from the ground up and make videos during to pay for it on your other channel. If I could buy a house right now, that would be 100% what I would do. And uh, it may be what I end up doing because theoretically I should be able to buy a house next year, but right now I rent. So I can't, I, can't. I have nowhere to put a studio. Otherwise I would love to do that because it, in the long run, it is much, much, much cheaper than, than renting a place because you build it and then it's paid for and you're done versus renting something that's going to cost you tens of thousands of dollars every year for a lease that you sign for five to 10 years. So yeah, it's way better.
1: Dude, we were just talking yeah, about it's that way bro. better to
0: build God, something, bro. but you gotta be able to like, I've been a business owner for a long time and just based on the way that I do my taxes, I do not get, approved for shit. Uh, it's so ludicrous because when I go in to get a, a truck, they're like, you're good. We don't care. And then I go to get a house and like, uh, I don't like that line on this, this line of your bank statements. Yep. Yeah, no, you're fucked. <laughs> it's like
1: that dude. That's why I still work out of home because I just don't want the overhead, man. it just gets so expensive. Um, it just gets expensive. Uh, I I'm, uh, somebody said, where do I sell all my merch? Two places you can either get it directly on my site, jeremysayers.com, or on Exclusive's website, which is harder because it's not exclusive. I misspell it every time. I misspell it every time, and I forget it's e e e. (laughs) I'm just (laughs) saying e e c l b. I can't I can't I can't remember what it is. But the easy answer to that is on my website. My website links directly to Exclusive. When you go there and click on it, it Pulls up in a cart on my site, but it's on the back end. It's linked to exclusive. Uh, so you can just go to my website, jeremystires.com, under the custom merch tab.
0: So Taylor was just grandfathered uh, into the man card and didn't actually deserve it due to Truly. No, no. What Jeremy doesn't realize, and, and I, I, I don't... It's true.
1: Dan, he's... Dan, you're right. You're right, Dan. It's just because he's my buddy. Otherwise, the Truly comment would have gotten removed.
0: But the, what he doesn't realize is buddy. true, true right, manliness kind of is, is not caring how manly something you... You there
1: do is that there is a very valid yeah. point to that. Th- there really is. Uh, and I've made that point on my video before uh, videos before, because I think people's idea of manliness is a bit outdated at times. Like I've had people that say, I'm not manly because I groom my beard. They're like, no, you wash your beard, you comb it. That's not manly. I use fucking motor oil in mine and I brush it with the raccoon penis bone. And that's all. And I only do that once every three weeks, you big sissy. And I'm like, well, dude, if you want to be a stinky bitch, go ahead. But like, you know, so yes, there is some truth to true manliness as you really don't get that.
0: Uh, I've always been in that camp. I just do what I like. Uh-huh. I
1: hear ya, I hear ya, I All
0: right, hear. Well ya. do you think that's probably a good place to wrap uh, this up? I uh unfortunately Yeah, let's
1: see real quick if there's anything else super uh good questions here two mentions,
0: that, that is a that is a really good way for Jeremy to say no. He says, No, that's not a good place to wrap it up. Let me go into the microphone while I try to figure out what I'm trying to say.
1: No, I do think, because it's almost 11 o'clock, so it is a good place to wrap it up. I was just making sure there wasn't any questions we missed that were maybe just like really good questions that we should hit. Um, But no, I think we're good. I I mean, we can answer. Jeremy's um, just
0: looking for a way to continue talking because he likes to talk so much.
1: No, I'm actually, because I've been drinking water in that coffee, dude, I'm telling you, like, I've almost got to pee again. So I'm actually going to have to run to the bathroom shortly if we don't get off here soon. So um, that was the other thing my doctor told me. He's like, you need to drink more water. So. I've been drinking about a gallon of water a day. And let me tell you something, dude. <laughs> do you pee a lot when you drink a gallon oh, yeah, of water a for sure. day?
0: It it'll stop after a while. After about a week or two, it, it slows uh, it down. Does. Your body stops holding on to everything and um
1: Yeah. Dude, I've been like I basically just have a glass of water in my pecker in the other hand, and as I'm drinking, it's just coming through because it's that fast.
0: <laughs> uh one last question around everything out from bourbon lens. What bourbon y'all looking for this fall slash winter? Uh, well I'm looking for literally anything that's not on this cart. Cause I have all the stuff I care about already. <laughs> uh, so, so literally anything.
1: <laughs> one of the ones that I was looking for, I got, which was the Octomore. That was one that I've been looking for that's for not a, a while. Bourbon. Uh, and uh, no, but uh, it's just a whiskey. Right. Um, and I finally ordered it online and paid more than I wanted to pay for it because I just cannot find it locally. I kept waiting and waiting and waiting, and I just cannot find it locally. So that was one that I've really been hunting a lot lately. Bourbon-wise, um, I'd really like to get one of the the Old Forester, and I don't know if they're out yet. I believe they are because I think Dan and Sean have some. I really want to try some of the Old Forester uh Batch proof or barrel proof single barrel jobs. Um, I haven't seen any in my area yet. I've got some of the store pick single barrel like ninety proofers, but I really I love Brown Foreman, so I'd really dig one of the barrel strength uh, old. Maybe foresters.
0: before next week's um, episode, I'll head out to Albemarle where I heard there's a really good ABC store, or or maybe I just bite the bullet and drive all the way to S- South Carolina and find find something there. But if I go, yeah. I've got to be prepared to spend a lot of money, and this week was a very expensive week. So, uh, uh yeah. but for me yeah, locally, I know. I know that about the the limit of what I'm going to find is like Old Forester uh, 1910. So I'm going to look for that because uh, it's not anywhere around. I've I've looked and looked. I found 1920 and all the other whiskey row, but I've not found 1910. So,
1: yeah, it's a good one too, man. I, I for me, 1910 and 1920 are pretty neck and neck. I don't know that I can. Really easily, most people would say nineteen twenty. I think it's probably a more universally loved, but in my opinion, they're both real close, man. Dude, I love them both. Nineteen twenty really is good. is,
0: but it's definitely my favorite one I've tried. But the price sends me back to uh, to Statesman every time. I mean, it's twenty dollars less. I was kind of
1: bummed out. Dan and Sean just did a video and they reviewed uh, Old Forster one hundred and fifty. I think it was 150th anniversary. It's like a super special bottle and they weren't into it. They said it was just okay. Like I was kind of depressed because normally old Forrester, man, I'd love just about everything they do. So it was kind of disheartening to hear that a special bottle like that wasn't, uh, all that great, but I definitely still want to get one of their single barrel batch proof picks. So that would be my pick either Octomore, which I already got or old Forrester single barrel picks.
0: Um, I don't care what they have to say about any whiskey because they're shitting on my campfire. Okay. <laughs> uh last question, because this one's a good one. Because say hey, if you're gonna send me some whiskey, then okay. I'm gonna tell you where to send it. Uh I have a P.O. box. It's it's on my the description of all my stuff, Instagram profile. There's a P.O. box where you can send anything you wanna send. Especially whiskey.
1: Yep. I have this I have this I have the same thing in my about section on my YouTube channel. Mine is it's not really a PO box. It is a PO box, but it's not a PO. It's at a it's at a UPS Ooh. store, so it's actually like a address. A, a I did that because some people won't send stuff you know to what? a PO box.
0: I've got a really good idea. Uh, I got a video that's coming out Friday, and Jeremy finally sent me his home address so I could send him something. Uh, I'm going to post that on my video, and I want everybody to send Jeremy butt plugs
1: that for sure would not be a good idea. (laughs) Yeah. Like truck nuts, uh, (laughs) that that little
0: pink uh, bit right over there. It's, I think it's just out uh, of frame is truck nuts. Your home address
1: being your home address being out on the internet is like the scariest thing ever because there are so many fucking crazy people on the internet. Um, that's why I got a, a PO, well, not a PO box, but like a, a post box at a UPS store. that's Okay, not a PO well, box, if we can't but, um, send butt
0: plugs to Jeremy's home, we'll at least send them to his PO box.
1: You can send. I mean, look, if you really want to prank me and do that, just send them to the other. Just don't not Jeremy my address because
0: I have. Jeremy kids. is looking forward to your butt plugs. So
1: I'm for sure not. You're just saying that because I said you you fucking 3D <laughs> printed a butt.
0: What plug. kind of butt plug looks like this? <laughs> that is a very uncomfortable butt plug, my guy.
1: A, a butt plug for a Lego man, which you are most
0: of the time. Dude, touche. When <laughs> touche, hats off for that one. That was a very good, good injury. Yeah. That was
1: quick too. Come on. That was, that was really fine. good. Thank
0: you guys for uh, <laughs> sticking with us and dealing with the technical difficulties at the beginning. Uh, yes. Did not expect YouTube to Big be down when we went live, that. but here we are. So thank you guys for sticking around, hanging out, yep. and making this actually the most viewed podcast live that we've had. That's awesome. Thank you guys so much.
1: And also one more time, big thank you to all the veterans out there. It is veterans day. So it is always good to take a little time to appreciate those dudes out there doing it for Agreed. all. So one last time for all you veterans out there. Uh, and yes, they do deliver everything to you. Uh, the UPS box. Sorry. Bourbon lens was asking if all carriers, because some carriers won't deliver to a PO box. And yes, that's why I got the one at UPS. Cause it, it's, it's a physical address. So anybody will do yeah, That's to not
0: them. the case. with My PO box only USPS will, no. will deliver there. So,
1: Right. Which is why I didn't get, well, one, I don't have a post office real close to me to get a PO box. And plus there's like the issue of not, them not accepting everything. The UPS, it's a physical location. So anybody can ship to it.
0: Yep. All right. Well, thank you guys. All right, uh, guys. Jeremy has already said he's got some drops happening on Friday earlier. If you are a Patreon supporter of his, yep. I have drops going up next mm-hmm. week. I have my own personal wallet coming out, a little carry commission exclusive.
1: Are your slides yeah, still up Yeah, my TPT
0: there? slides have been available for weeks now. They're just yeah, okay. Yeah, just yeah. want to make so sure cause TPT slides.
1: That's part of the reason why I think I'm I'm routing a lot of people when my swipe up links I'm routing them to exclusive instead of to my directly to my website because me and Chad were talking about it and that way because me and you are both yeah. on there people can peruse all the stuff on the website where when they buy it through my site they don't see yeah. other stuff so we could do a little a little
0: cross promoting. Yeah, true, very true. I didn't think about it that way and. uh, fuck you, Jeremy, I don't want to, mm-hmm. no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, but now I have a wallet coming out. I have sticker packs that I'm finally going to throw back up on the site new sticker packs. And uh, I got a EDC weekly coming out this, this week. I'm going to shoot it tomorrow. So if you have not submitted, just go to EDCW.co. You can submit your EDC and uh, that's it for me. So we'll see you guys next week. Okay, I
1: got to say this yeah, one thing before course. we go real quick. I got to say it. Whiskey knife fight shirt idea. Life ain't always about butt plugs and tank fans.
0: <laughs> Come on, dude. That's fucking Damn. hilarious. We got to get on Bunker with, uh, with Whiskey Night uh, Fight. Uh, I don't know if
1: Dub Bunker would print that. But anyway, sorry. All right, signing off. I, just had, I saw that, and I was like, that's worth a <laughs> fucking interrupt. That's hilarious.
0: Thank you guys for hanging out. Uh, follow us, support everything. It's all in the, the description down below or the show notes. And we will see you same place, same time next week, 8 p.m. Eastern, Wednesday night. That's see it. you guys then.
1: Love all your motherfuckers kisses. Patina. 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 That's it. Patina. Dude, I still say that authoritative. Patina. Patina. <laughs>
2: patina. I came from
0: the mud desert on my hands. Strong